get with it, homie. Summer. Yeah, you, you got long so. sleeves on, you fucking weirdo. You that you love your long sleeve shirts. But they're very thin long sleeve shirts. Like they're not it's not like super heavy. So it wear them at feel. the beach, wear them when it's 95 degrees, wear them to bed. It's great. Well, what have I, you I done on vacation, Mo? Anything productive so far? Um, well, I started a vacation Friday, which was good. So we went up, uh, me, Adam, and Emma went up to Portsmouth, New Hampshire for the first half of the weekend, which was fun. So we were up there Friday third, and Saturday. Third wheeling on the engagement celebration. Love it. Hey, it was my idea. So <laughs> they were second and third wheeling on say, my... We, we, yeah, we, we, we latched on to it. Um, um, yeah, so that, so that was fun. So we were up in Portsmouth, which is a really cool city. That was my first time there. How was and, it up there? Busy? Uh, no, I wouldn't say crazy busy. Would you say so, Adam? No, we, we've, Emma and I have been there a couple of times before. It was definitely busier, but it still had, you know, it was a Friday. I think Saturday probably was a little busier, but we obviously weren't there for most of the day. But, um, I mean, it was nice. It was nice. Not having yeah. to like bump into crowds and everything, like being a Newport or something. As, as and it much was as, much more, I don't know if I'd say open, but like much more chill than it is in like the Boston area. Um, I'd say probably like even more so than Rhode Island too. Like when we were at a few different restaurants and bars, like tables were distanced and people had masks on, but like everybody was out having fun and loud and it kind of just felt like you were out on a normal night, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's good. Then Sunday, didn't do a whole lot. Kind of just chilled, recovered. Um, and then today... So did you guys just stay up there one one night or what? Yeah, one night. Okay. Yeah. Friday, came back Saturday. And then we uh, went to Newburyport, which is cool. Yep. Yeah, forget that. We went to Newburyport. So, yeah. yeah so really that's uh, Dude, staycation, man. I'm not a staycation guy. Like, this is why I'm already reminded why I don't take staycations. There's nothing to do. But do I'll a lot make, of people take staycations? I think a lot of people do. A lot, probably a lot of older people do who have families and shit. And then, and then Mo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jumping on a plane to go somewhere right now. No, why not? not? Like, wh- where is there to go fly to? Like, you probably Texas, can't... baby. Come <laughs> oh, on. Yeah, that's, that's exactly I where I want to go right now. My wow. mom just came down. We had a very safe, socially distanced, fun weekend. She came down this past weekend? Yeah. Nice. I'm sure you could do it safely, but I'll save it for when everything's open and fun and normal, and we'll live it up. Yeah, I'll see you in a couple of years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but what is up in somewhere in the middle? We are officially live Things on the podcast. Are changing fast. Things are happening here. Yeah, I mean, we didn't, we didn't, it. we didn't bring it to light uh, last episode, but last episode was our tenth episode. First off, so not we to never the public, really though. Not to the public, but we talked about it. like we never forgot that we forgot to talk about it initially. <laughs> I decided but... to t- take the ones out that Jared shit all over Steve since he was so nervous. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. At least somebody's <laughs> got the balls to be honest on this podcast. Who oh, you? Man, Jesus, you're fucking Jesus. terrified talk... of being honest. I'm the only one who talks shit. Bullshit. Uh, no, I would say Tide talks just as much shit. But anyway, good comeback, the second Jared, thing. You'd come back. <laughs> what do you want to say? You want me to count at the times? I don't fucking know. But the second thing so, is what you guys just mentioned in that we are officially on the podcast app, which is awesome. For all our listeners who are traditionally getting it via our mailing list. 
Yeah. You're now Can you see our <laughs> analytics, Ty? Uh, yeah, it tells me on like uh, a different uh, dashboard. Um, I'll have to like reload it, but can, I mean, can you see how many listeners we've got so far? I've, I forgot to look for the podcast and subscribe. I'll do that right oh now. Oh my God. It's Kid's jumbled in there. Staycation. He can't even go on and subscribe to his own podcast to help out the numbers. I had a lot to do today. Our podcast is a total of three reviews. We they're got all three five. reviews. That's good. Yeah. They're all five stars and one of them is me. So I don't know who the other two are because it's not you, Jared, because you just said you didn't subscribe yet. So all, and all in all through, throughout the, what was that? I think I put up seven episodes. We've got 24 listens. You put up all seven? Damn, I think I only put up one. No. 24 nice. though? Nice. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, you got to start, some, start somewhere. I mean, well, we're that's top, not we're, bad. We're topping the Apple charts. If you go onto Apple, we're right behind Rogan right now for new podcasts. <laughs> I guess I so. Didn't... There's a lot of somewhere in the middle to sort through to find us. We're the Wood Grain, of course, by TC12, not by the boys, huh? We don't get any bylines or credit in this, huh? No, it's my production company. TC12 Production. That's actually kind of a cool name. I mean, it, TB12 may have something to say about it if it goes uh, global, but you know, we can cross that bridge when we get Puss to cat. it. I love that that was the name of an episode. Do you want all to read right. all the other I'm names? Sub- no, nope. yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, exciting things are happening and with uh, somewhere in the middle. So pr- pretty awesome that we've made it this far. I thought the uh, the cover art was, wasn't bad. Was did very, what, did you just Google somewhere in the middle or did you make it? I made it. I mean, it took me What did you make it minutes. in? I, I just looked up some like how to create an image bullshit. And it did take me forever to try to get the dimensions perfect and have Apple verified, accepted. I was fucking annoying, but yeah, it's official. Well, thanks for getting it up. Now there's no turning back. We're, no. We, we officially can be canceled. Yep. Pretty Although much, I yeah. did go back and do some serious editing. That's I, I removed all uh, names, all references to companies. So should yeah. be in the clear. I don't think I, I went back and there was nothing that I was like, okay, I, we, I know none of us are comfortable having this on there. There wasn't any of that. Yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll, I'll officially be cognizant that we may have listeners now. Well, and you just know, this isn't a live podcast. It's a recording. So we true, can always, true. I can always bleep anything out that I need to. Or live podcast, you got to have balls. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, so where do we want to start? I think we had a decently full plate, thanks to Jared and his contributions over the weekend. I'm a, I'm a quanti- quality over quantity guy, like always. What did you give us? I say, but the quality infers that you actually gave us something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, when you guys both send a list of 12 objects, me sending 12 more, so we have 36 to pick from when we'll touch on three hey, or maybe, four. Who knows? Is maybe you find needed. something that we don't. That's the whole point. Then if I had something that you guys didn't, I would send it, but I didn't. All right. Well, I guess we'll segue. Speaking of canceled, um, I think we all need to give Trader Joe's a standing ovation for doing what they did with standing up to the Twitter mob with their branding. So we can maybe start there if you guys want. Yeah, big, good on big, fa- big fan of TJ's. I'm proud of them. Yeah. yeah so I guess for the listeners. Uh, I love those Mings. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set it up here because uh, I actually have um, the girls petition. So there was a, this was, this is old news at this point, but there yeah, is a. Yeah, uh, cringeworthy to read. Yeah, uh, a petition. I guarantee you she was white. Oh, yeah. She's a 17-year-old. Um, oh, yeah. So she's got a great perspective on what shocker. offends minorities. 
Yeah. Shocker. So he, here is her. I, I'm assuming this is the this is most of it, right? Um, we demand that Trader Joe's remove racist branding and packaging from its stores. The grocery chain labels some of its ethnic foods with modifications of quote Joe end quote that belies a narrative of exist. I don't even know these fucking words. This is how ridiculous. <laughs> is it? There's no way this chick knows what this shit means. Uh, exoticism, or I don't even know how the fuck. Exo- to say yeah, that. it's exoticism. Okay, like uh, fetishism, that, kind of. Okay, that uh, perpetuates harmful stereotypes. For example. Trader Ming's is used to brand the chain's Chinese food. Arabian Joe brands Middle Eastern foods. Trader Jose brands Mexican foods. Wait, what was the Arabian one again? <laughs> Just Arabian Joe. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they couldn't find the Indian equivalent to Joe, I guess. They, they then, didn't uh, want to get too crazy with yeah. Akmar. And they're like, yeah, we got a white customer base. <laughs> what, uh, how do you say this formally, Jared, if you're an Italian? Trader Giotto's. How, how would you... I would say like Giados. I, I've never heard that word. I don't Giotto. know what it means. Yeah, there you go, Adam. Um, it's for Italian food and Trader Hosan brands for their Chinese <laughs> cuisine. <laughs> Furthermore, the Trader Joe's company takes pride in the fact that the founder, Joe uh, Cologne, took inspiration in building the Trader Joe's brand from a racist book, blah, 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 some other just unbelievable bullshit. Um, the Trader Joe's branding is racist because it uh exoticizes the cultures it presents joe as a default quote normal and the other characters falling outside of it uh they are and she's supposed to list them again um (laughs) the book that she references that apparently this guy uh built trader joe's off of which I i don't i don't understand that the book White Shadows in the South Seas is racist because it perpetuates the myth that... And she, she a, thinks that's what Trader Joe's is built on? Yes. A white god and the noble savage stereotypes. It becomes even more racist in context because the founder of Trader Joe's said that he was inspired by this book in some way when he was creating his company. Um, Imagine yeah, how the, much time it took this fucking twat to put this letter together. <laughs> And imagine, and just, just imagine how, like, just imagine the self-satisfaction when she actually put that petition out there. And, and just waiting for the response. <laughs> just drop in, just waiting for people to say, cancel Trader Joe's. Talk about dopamine hits. Like, but you Jesus know what, Twat? You got canceled. Trader Joe's said, fuck yeah. you. I think it was kind of funny. I don't even know why or how this got so much momentum. To date, 6,000 people have signed it. Aren't there like yeah, 320 thinks- million people in this country? Even more than that. I think it's like 330. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why? how the hell did this get any attention? Wait, how many people signed it? 6,000? 6,000. 6, I personally accept the challenge of having more than 6,000 followers by the end of this year, just so we're more relevant than that fucking lady. I mean, she's already way more relevant than we're ever going to be just because of all the national media attention she got. This was a... Uh, people I mean, love I, I clickbait. Really like love who, clickbait. Who the fuck... Uh, these people are um it was like a news clip kind of reacting to trader joe's not you know backing down this this is trader joe's if you guys were yeah go ahead i was just gonna say if you were an ethnic minority do you think you'd be offended by walking into trader joe's and you go to get some dumplings and they say trader ming so this is like the 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 where we get down to the crux of all these conversations is does it matter if we say we wouldn't be if you know, offended by it. We're no, it does. It doesn't posi- matter. You know but I'm I mean? curious, like, if you were in there. No, and in, in general, like, I'm not a person that's offended by 
much at all. I, you know, I, I try to not care really about what people think, especially more so people that I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I would care what you guys think, right? Cause you're my good friends, my close friends, like coming from you would mean something, but I, I couldn't give a fuck less what any random person, you know, or a, a bag in a grocery store says about me. No, especially knowing there's no ill intent. It, it's yeah, that's what. It's and, and that's the thing is they they just everyone How is it just gets I, exactly. What the fuck is exoticism? Can you look? Can someone look that up for me and give it's, me a definition? It, it's exoticism is almost fetishizing like something that's different and making it bigger like than it cool needs to or, be. I, not not even cool, just like more than it needs to be. Like, like fucking, you could say, like you, you could say, like, um, like drinking tiki drinks or wearing like a kimono exoticizes like Japanese culture for wearing a kimono, or for having a fucking samurai sword. Yeah, because there was a story back in the day, right, a couple of years ago, where someone wore a dress to a prom. Yeah, right, and, and, and they said like up. that was racist. I, I just can't wrap my head around that. I really can't. I also, I, I think too that the that the term racist has has so a new diluted. meaning i feel like these days it, it's, it's yeah. yeah and and i and i'm just going to use an example like there there's kids that you know in my school that i'll just hear like oh hey you don't like my shirt you're racist and and they'll just they'll just walk really? around oh, all the time all the time and i just How say guys these kids? stops they're middle school so like 11 to 13 holy shit and they're dude. running around they're just throwing that word around it's like do you, I like, don't you think guys have the no three of idea us said the what the word that, racist like throughout our middle school career no, never. Well, also, we only had white people in our middle school. <laughs> <laughs> right, but, but I, yeah, honestly, but, it's, 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 just, it's, a, it's mainly white kids that are saying it. As it's, it's just they're just saying it because, like, oh, you don't like something that I like. That means you're racist. Like, they throw that word out there. I know that's a very specific example because we're talking about kids, but I just feel like the term racist is so loosely used But, but, right but that, that's what kids do. Like, it's whatever gets the attention. But it's so and, weird that something so serious as racism has now been – brought to you know the middle school hallways and being used as oh it's something it's not but you know what i mean like that just clearly shows you know i mean the power of today's media right right reach of jared i was i was only using the kids as an example but you're right i mean obviously they're kids being kids but i feel like nowadays like everyone just they throw that term around so loosely without realizing the weight that that term carries now what we really need to do that. is to try to find someone, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. I love that it's a hard task. Try to find a minority. Well, who would, no, no, no. It, it would be try to find someone who would care to come on and have a, you know, yeah, but I was just laughing. Like, it. yeah, I think I it's funny that that's going to be a challenge. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like, I, I'm trying to think, like, if we, if you got on, you know, uh, Sam, right, um, from the Philippines. Uh, who oh, you were Sam out there Wong. with? Yeah, I was trying not to say her fucking last name, but okay. Uh, whoops, um, <laughs> leave, leave that out. Yeah, um, you know what? What would she say about you know Trader Mings? Would she give a flying fuck? I I don't know. Maybe I. You know that's the thing is like we're well, yeah. three white dudes commenting on it, but like I wonder. I think a majority think, of people don't a give point. a fuck, and that's why like only six thousand people signed the petition, and that's why. You know, I think you see a lot of even mainstream media kind of pushing back a little bit on this and saying, okay, this is a little bit too far. A little much. Yeah, so I'll, I'll play the clip that Jad rudely interrupted. 
come under fire recently for its international food labels. So a change.org petition has called for the company to retire the names like Trader Ming, Trader Jose, Trader Giotto, that's for their Italian sauces and stuff. Well, nearly 5,000 people have signed the petition, which calls the labels racist. Trader Joe's have re has responded saying, quote, we disagree that any of these labels are racist. Recently, we've heard from many customers reaffirming yes. that these names variations are largely viewed in exactly the way they were intended as an attempt to have fun with our product marketing. Erica, is this, are these racist or not? Well, from my understanding, so it was a student who decided to start this petition. And sure. I, since then, leaders in respective communities have come forward and said more effective ways that they can really promote the demarginalization of uh, certain cultures and races. Now, I don't ever want to dissuade anyone from speaking their point of view and saying what makes them feel uncomfortable. I do think that we get into a very slippery That's the problem slope. when someone says this is how it makes me feel and then we say that's not the way you feel like people are entitled to feel however they want clearly thousands of people agreed with this young person pause it ty pause it so i get the point she's trying to make but that isn't how that girl who wrote the petition feels she's talking about how she thinks other people should feel she is not offended by trader ming She's a white no, not at all. suburban and, and seventeen-year-old she, she has no real reason to. Exactly. Is that why that lady can f off? Well, I, I was going to say, right, similar to what you just said. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a, a pussyfoot way around answering the question, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't disagree with her that, of course, people can feel however they feel or however they want to feel. I think the problem is, and where I thought she was going, where she said it was a slippery slope, is here's how I feel, it's also how you need to feel. Because that, that's where I think we all go wrong. That's where like white is, fragility books and all that yeah. cross the line. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like, it's okay for this girl to have that thought in her head, like, man, like, I feel like this is cultural appropriation or however she wants to feel. But for her to like, I, I don't know, I, I guess it's, it's, I mean, it's fine for her to do a petition too, but it also needs to be fine for people to say, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, people. It, I don't it, agree with her that no one can say, you know, that shouldn't be how you feel. That's not it, really what we're saying. We're just saying, you know, it, it's ridiculous for you to call on a company to change a, the label of a packaging because of the way you think it makes people feel. And, and I almost feel that it's a positive thing that it brings awareness to where these foods come from in their packaging. Like, I think if you were to call everything just Trader Joe's with a generic white guy name, I think that's almost worse because then you're just whitewashing a bunch of ethnic foods. Well, like they got a, a food, like they got, like I saw something on their shelf recently called like Aleppo sauce. Like, I don't know what it was. I was like, oh shit must be from Syria or wherever Aleppo is. I think it's Syria, right? I don't fucking know. I mean, it sounds Middle Eastern, but yeah. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. I didn't buy it, but I now know that that shit's from Syria. Now I know I'm never eating that. <laughs> <laughs> oh That's the last time I'm buying But, but if, if they were to call that, like, how would you, what, what would you call a product if you were scared to touch a culture when you're selling international foods? What the fuck you call well, chicken masala no, sauce? No, no, you don't. It, well, it's not orange, that. It, it's orange creamy sauce. It's, it's the, the branding. branding. It's, not, it's not the name of the, it's not the title it's of the. It's not the name of the food. Of the sauce of the, the sauce. food. It's, yeah. 
It's it's how it's being branded. They they would prefer. So they would rather have Trader Joe's tikka masala. Chicken tikka masala. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which yeah. has a why, much why, better ring to it, right? <laughs> like why that changes anything to me is just baffling. Like it's just yeah. no one can just feel a certain way and then move on. Nope, not in this day and age. And I, maybe it's just me, but are you are either of you surprised that? A, a place like Trader Joe's was so quick to just redact their previous statement and be like, like, because initially they, I'm pretty sure they released a statement and said like, Hey, sorry, we'll, we'll look at this stuff and, and we'll, you know, reevaluate our branding. And then they came right back. Like, I don't know how yeah. many days later and said, you know what? Never mind. Like we don't really, we don't see this as being racist. I'm just, I'm a little surprised. I was very surprised too. That a trader, like a, a place like Trader Joe's, it just seems like when you like their when you clientele talk about, is snowflakes. Yes, it's a snowflake, you know, the very progressive yeah. millennial crowd. So I, I was just surprised. Like if, if like a, I don't know if Walmart did this or someone else, I, I guess I, I wouldn't be as surprised. I just Trader Joe's seems like that they want to cater to the, to this group of people that were, starting and signing this petition so that that really took me by surprise yeah i, I agree i was very surprised i think I most think companies don't handled, have though i can also criticize them for that like how they didn't how they came out with that statement initially saying yeah we're changing the branding and then a week later they're like actually i don't, I don't remember yeah. their original take yeah it was it's like almost, hey we're, yeah. we're go- it's already happening we're going through the process of, right. of changing that um and then they turned around they were like Probably saw how much like, money it was going to cost and say, <laughs> you 6,000 people aren't costing right. us millions of dollars in repackaging and, and labeling. It's, it's also like they had their generic response for the, for the climate right now, ready to go. We're just like, you know, let's just get out ahead of this. And, and I think that's know, just, how 99.9% of companies would respond. Right. And it was almost like, just like the, like a, if you email somebody and they're like an out of office, it was like, immediate like all right we were ready for this we we figured this would happen at some point but then like like ty said it's kind of weird that they're you know that their company just decided like the the, the execs the higher ups whoever it's, it's decided refreshing that, right just decided, it, is refreshing. it is but they decided like all of a sudden you know what screw this like we're, we're not just gonna bow down to this one person with a petition and six thousand people who decided that they think people should feel a certain way so it is refreshing and i i give them a lot of credit so like Obviously, standing ovation for Trader Joe's. I mean, I never thought I'd see and, that. And, and, you know, again, I, I hate to have to always make a caveat, but if, if the situation was different and Trader Joe's had some legitimately racist packaging, right, where, you know, I'm trying to think like, you know, collard greens, right, or like a, a classic like African-American side dish, right? If yeah, or like, like a big a black like, person on a thing of watermelon oh, right. juice or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Something that everyone can look at and say, guys, that's just not okay. <laughs> but yeah. this is just not that. And I think rational people need to be able to say, no, nah, man, like this is, this is just a, a funny way, a fun way for them to you know, if someone can make a, a legitimate argument to me as to how it's racist, like I'm all for trying to hear them yeah. out. But I'd love to on, hear it. What, what about Ming is a stereotype or racist? I just don't. Just sounds like would, it, would, it rather, would it rather be like Trader like the, a yeah. real Chinese <laughs> name? Like, is that going to make them feel better? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Like, like you, like one of you said, like if they went as far as to, like, and obviously this wouldn't happen today, but back in the day, like African American caricatures were made strictly for marketing and i'm not talking about like just like aunt jemima hey, there, there's ben some stuff. bad ones there's horrible like pictures yeah. drawn of these people now if they obviously they i'm not saying that this would happen but if it went that far and they were like 
trying to come up with an illustration that depicted your prototypical Asian person or Indian person. Okay. I can obviously see where they would, where they obviously overstepped the line, but it's just a name. It's just a branding technique. I don't know. Like you said, I'd love to hear an argument for, for how that's racist. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Could you say, would, would we say Redskins is totally different ball game? You know what I mean? Is so, that even in the same ballpark or is that? Totally well, I mean different? the Redskins, the red men, like those were derogatory terms at the time. But I mean, like, I think we kind of brought this up earlier. Like if you actually ask people of these ethnicities and, and races, if they were offended, like some poll came out, like where they were actually asking native Americans about how they felt about the name Redskin, which again, I could see how someone would think that's kind of a, 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 a racist label that was used at the time. But let's say like, I think like two out of 10 native Americans were like, yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of it, but that was it. Like it's again, like, like what we're saying here, if like, if you asked a lot of these people of these ethnicities, I don't think a lot of them would really care that much. It goes back to the Bill Maher clip that we played way back when, when he was like, why are white people seeing racism where, yeah. you know, minorities <laughs> exactly. And telling them where exactly. they should be offended. Yeah. A 17 year old high school white, white chick is, is seeing something that no one, and, and I, I have, I just started going to Trader Joe's probably like in the last, you know, six to eight months. I really haven't gone very often. I know Jared, you have more big, than big, I have. Big TJ's have, guy. Have these brands been like, have you seen these? Like, yeah. They've, they've, they've been around since I've gone to Trader Joe's. Exactly. So, and nobody I never said him, anything. I never gave them a second thought. No, and, and no neither, neither did, did I. I. But like it just again, all of a sudden, someone brings it up. Someone who's not Asian, who's not Indian, who's not Hispanic, all of a sudden just brings it up because it, it goes along with the climate that's in our country and our world right now. And now all of a sudden, I mean, again, it was in the LA Times. I'm not saying it was like widespread news, but you know, it's, it was big enough for you know news news programs to be talking about it in, in some detail. But all of a sudden, it becomes a, a a problem. Why wasn't it a problem a year ago? Two years ago. I uh, I saw on Twitter that um, the Washington football team, you know, took, you know went that. through so and took lame. down all their, you know, things. But I, I mean, yeah, we hate to see it, but like in reality, why do we hate it? It's just because it's different. It's change. I think we, I think we don't like it, not because it's the right thing to do. It's just because it's change. Yeah, like I, I, I agree with you. Gave into the mob, but ultimately, like I mean, people Redskins have been asking is kind for of that. like a weird. It is. I mean, weird I mean, name. Like, like, um, this is a while ago, but uh, St. John's <laughs> was originally because they were they're the Red Storm now. That before they were the Red Men, and that was that was their name for a long time. And I don't know when exactly it was changed to the Red Storm, but you know, it's kind of a was that somewhat, a reference to Native Americans? I mean, I think it was it was seen that way. I would imagine because the Red Men that was that was what that that was a term that was used for many Native Americans, you know, during the time of you know Manifest Destiny and people, you know, the you know um, and no, Trail of Tears an and all that stuff. Like that was common common terminology at the time. An incredibly interesting social experiment is take people from like World War II era. So, like, honestly, it's probably our grandparents' age. Um, and tell them like the things that people get upset about now when literally like as world war ii was going on we had cartoons in the new york times calling the japs the chinks and the gooks 
and like that was the front page of the news like hiroshima kills ten thousand gooks like and now like we're complaining about trader i think i saw that newspaper clipping up on in your in your new apartment (laughs) (laughs) big history Yeah, right. I mean, like the, like they held the whole term like yellow fever and everything oh, yeah. for that time it was awful. And, I, and I've yeah. had yellow fever. Like I get it. <laughs> in the in the in the most positive sense, yeah. Yes, yes, the, yes. The, the I way. came out a better man. Um, All right. we want to transition to our boy Trumpy. I've got a special yeah. caller for us to join the conversation here. Ooh, oh. all right. I'm wondering who I think it is. Caller, do we have you? Yes, you do. Welcome. Welcome to the program. So uh, we are just about to transition into a little political talk here. Uh, Adam, I think you had sent this over, right? Um, Yes. I wanted to talk a little bit about Trumpy uh, and his executive orders. Yeah. Um, And so, Adam, you had sent me that clip from CNN, which was actually... um, I forgot the host, but she was reacting to his uh, COVID-19 stuff. And I found another clip of uh, Nancy Pelosi commenting on Trump's executive orders. So I'm going to play that and then let our, let our caller react. What's up, caller? We'll go from there. What's up, Rob? How's it going, guys? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Review with the president's chief economic advisor, Larry Kudlow. He said that the White House didn't know how many states would contribute to the president's plan to supplement unemployment insurance or how long it would take for those payments to kick in. What's your response? Well, first, good morning, Dana. It's nice to be with you on a Sunday morning. Let us all be prayerful that we can meet uh, the needs of the American people, especially as we all uh, fucking hate her. Uh, sending children back to school. What the president's advisor said uh, is it really shows the weakness and the meagerness of what the president proposed. First of all, he's saying states have the money. No, they don't. They have expenses from the coronavirus. They have lost revenue. Uh, because of that, they may they are firing uh, healthcare workers, first responders, uh, teachers, and the rest. Uh, sanitation, transportation was because they don't have the money. Uh, second of all, he um, uh, it, everything is left out. Our assistance to the schools, feeding the hungry, helping people who are going to be evicted. The president's uh, d- well, what didn't about- even do a moratorium. He just did a study or a look at a moratorium. So again, uh, something's wrong. Either the president doesn't know what he's talking about. Clearly, his aides don't know what he is talking about. And or something's very wrong here about meeting the needs of the American people. Well, let's talk at about time. what he did do or what he said he did with these executive actions. Are they legal? And if you don't think they are, are you going to sue to block them? Well, the fact is, is that whether they're legal or not takes time to figure out. I associate myself remarks with Senator Sass, who says they're unconstitutional slop. But will you sue? I think that's better. Well, right now, we want to address the needs of the American people. Uh, as, As constitutional, my constitutional advisors tell me they're absurdly unconstitutional. But right now, our our focus, and that's a, a, a a parallel thing right now the focus i wonder if she are, doesn't know how bad biden is she's just is, as bad she is bad man i was just about to say what like why are all of the highest ranking political officials they all can't speak 
to your point, Rob, she was really saying nothing during that entire clip. <laughs> Not much. I didn't get uh, it, much it out just, of it. It didn't. It, I didn't get anything out of that. It was a lot of rambling. And, uh, yeah, and of course she's not going to be grilled. No, God no. And you know, she comes up with the topic that California, her home state, they can't afford to pay the twenty-five percent, yet they have an income tax rate of thirteen point three percent. So this is why uh, we got know, this guy I, I on think, here. <laughs> I, think, I think they might have a little bit of money here uh, in their state funds. It's a little interesting I, that she brings that up. I, 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 that I think. I think California is just such a mismanaged shit show that no matter how high their tax rate is, and I think it's the highest in the country, I think you're right, they have homeless people overrunning their neighborhoods, nowhere to put them. It's literally like a disaster, yeah. that entire there, state. There's whole, there's whole streets of San Francisco that are just taken over LA by now homeless too. people. Dude, LA, LA is the yeah. same way now. It's both of them. It is the definition of limousine liberalism. They think that they have the most money. They have Hollywood. They're all rich, and then they, they want to have it both ways, and they let everybody in. It's a, it's extreme. To it's ex, it's just in, incredibly extreme how bad it is there. So, Rob, give it give us your overall impressions and thoughts on on Trump's executive actions. What did you think about it, or them? So, I mean, I think I think I think he had to do it. You know, like he didn't really have a lot of options here. The American people want something. He couldn't be standing around and. Nothing was going to happen through Congress. We know that through four years of this presidency. So he really didn't have a choice, and he needed to do it for himself. I mean, if for nothing else, it's going to help him in poll numbers. Even if nothing really comes of this, it's going to boost his uh, you know, popularity, I think. And with the coronavirus, he, he really didn't have a lot of options. I think it's interesting, though, if you guys look at it, that it's a tax deferment, not a holiday. So at That's what you point, mentioned, Jared, right? Yeah. 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 Are we going to be paying and, and, you know, the whole yeah. $400 thing, that's going to end up getting, uh, you know, taken to all sorts of courts. So whether people will actually see that in their pockets or not is up for debate as well. I, I just, I, you know, I saw a lot of criticism around whether it was legal or not, right? And then Pelosi wants to comment on, hey, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. My, my thing is, I, you know, why, at least he did something. Like exactly. I want to say to Nancy, Nancy, how about you fucking get off your ass and and start to capitulate, compromise, and get to a deal? You know what I mean? And it's not just that side. Of course, I mean they're they're you know fighting against you know people who don't even want to give a dime to the American people on the other side. But you know, I, I just think it was so correct. They, they have plenty of rhino Republicans they're dealing with. Yeah, it, it was just hypocritical to me to come out and and criticize this action to try to help people which is what he was doing, whether you want to argue it's for his own benefit or not, you know, why are people going to complain about him trying to do this is what I guess I'm trying to get. Yeah. So I saw, um, you know, that guy Sager on the Hill. So he, he said, I think really, really well today of throughout Trump's entire presidency, he's put together theatrical solutions. His solutions have been more theater based than substance, whether it's build the wall, whether it's the trade deals, Nothing anybody can really hold him accountable accountable to. And this was another Trump theatrical solution. Um, and his feedback and his biggest problem was it was, one, this isn't the time for you to put on theater that you're doing something. You know these people will never get this money. This Not because it's not legal. It, it's just there's no way that this plan is going to work. It's stuck together with bubble gum, paper clips, toothpicks, and, you know, whatever. He said, if you were a real leader as a president, this guy's a Republican, Sager. Um, what you do is you hold the Republican Party accountable and say, we are getting a bill that we all support passed. 
and at least getting the Republicans all on the same side. But right now, the Republican Party is so divided, they're irrelevant in even trying to pass some type of bill right now, which I thought was a very valid point. You say, hey, whatever it takes, whether it's I'm not backing you from the RNC, you know, I'm putting you on blast on Twitter, whatever. But I just don't think what we saw is anything close to a real solution. I think it's just theater. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed. I think it's also important to note that uh, two things. One, he vows to eliminate the payroll tax if he's reelected, which, of course, is, uh, you know, an interesting plug for his own campaign. But the second thing is the tax cut actually ends up becoming like a trickle down economics type thing. I think most of the tax break actually goes to the large corporations. And it's their responsibility to make sure that the actual people in the workforce see it come out of their paycheck. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that there's going to be a significant change in people's paychecks um, under $100,000, those that are getting in this executive order getting affected by this. I don't know that they're going to see a significant a, a difference in their paychecks, at least initially anyway. And you know what that federal income tax, that 7% funds, Social Security and Medicare. So if you just get rid of that, you're pretty much getting rid of Social Security and Medicare. Mm-hmm. Which I think is very po unpopular political opinion to try and do if people connect those dots. I definitely agree with Rob on what he was saying. I, and even, again, th this, this is going to get held up in the courts. I mean, the whole idea of executive power or executive orders is to expand executive power. And the executive branch does not deal in taxes. They, they, don't, they don't deal in employment. That's all Congress. So I think it's only going to get held up if, if the courts obviously say something about it. And they're probably going to do that with lawsuits and suing and all that stuff. But I do agree with Rob that even by just doing this, I think it's another attempt by, and similar to what Jared said about the theatrics, but it, it's an attempt for him to increase his popularity, increase poll numbers, like Rob was saying in preparation for November. I, to, I, I to think me, this, is, this is more of the long it, game. It, it, it will be effective. It will I, be I think effective so. I, because nobody I is going to, no one is going to examine this to the degree that even we've examined it at. Um, and he can then argue that he, he proposed all these things through executive legislation, but uh, Pelosi and Congress won't, they're still fighting him and he can just continue to roll on with what he was doing, but he's, he's made an executive action. So he, he will benefit from this in the poll numbers, at least Agreed. initially. We'll see what happens after a month or two, but. Yeah, here, here's my thing is, is you, if you want to argue that it was theatrics, uh, you know, I, whatever, I, you can argue that. And, you know, even if I want to give that to you, fine. In this instance, to me, just because of how fucking pathetic Congress is, I'm okay with more pressure being put on that group of people to get a fucking deal done. And I think this does that. I hope in my, it does. In my opinion, I hope so. At least. I really I hope, hope so. Because with people yeah, talking I mean about it, it, you know, it, it just it makes it more clear and evident that day after day after day, I see articles, you know, uh, talks are not budging. They're going backwards. You know, we're even farther apart. It's just like, what, when the fuck can we expect them to do? They want Pelosi talks about the American people and I'm sure McConnell does too. You know what I mean? They're both trying to prop themselves up as no, we're trying to help you. No, we're trying to help you. Yeah. But it's like, at the end of the day, you guys are just trying to help yourselves. And I, I have what well, said, Say, let me say this quick. I've said yeah, multiple ahead. times, Democrats are snakes where they try and convince you that they have your back and then they just stab you in the back where Republicans are just assholes. They'll stab you to your face. They both <laughs> don't give a fuck about the people. 
neither of them have any interest in helping anybody right now. All they care about is their own ideologies in winning this negotiation. And what what we're what we're even talking about right now is why we even have Donald Trump in office, though. You, you, we all do realize that, right? Because there there is no middle ground between the, there is no uh, bipartisanship at all between these two parties now. And the pol the the amount of polarization that we have in this country, neither side's going to bend. So if you were going to wait on Congress, it's never going to happen. They just won't they won't bend, like but, either side. So. But I think my concern, Rob, is these people aren't going to get this money. So, okay, maybe it helps the polls for a month. What happens if November comes and people still don't have any aid whatsoever? Like, How is that his fault, though, I guess? maybe Because he knows that the pe these yeah. people will never get this money. He's proposing I, a solution that is useless. He, but he can say, look, I'm trying. I am trying my very best yeah. to help no, but I don't, I don't, I don't think he is. I don't think he is. He's showing zero leadership in trying to hold – Congress accountable. You know, the last time he talked to Nancy Pelosi, it was like eight or nine months ago. I know, but to Rob's point, would you want to talk? If, if, but yeah, like, I don't care. You sack up. You sack up like every other president she, has she when you face. They don't. Have you ever seen a president face a, a backlash like this president's face, though, in your lifetime? I mean, we haven't been on this earth for that long, right? We've seen Clinton, which we wouldn't remember, the Bush administration, which we were pretty young for. Obama, you know, is probably the only thing that we really can legitimately recall if we were paying attention. Have you ever seen anything like this? I mean, it's kind of unprecedented in American political history, I would say, the way that this president's treated by the media, the Democratic establishment. It, you know, I don't, I don't know that you could compare it to past, uh, you know, administrations. Presidents but but, but they, they, they got a bill passed for the first wave of stimulus. What's different now? Right. Like I'm not saying I think any real solution is better than here. Here's a, what I would say. A, right. A scarecrow solution is which which is what we got. No, well, so you that said bill we had got a the, lot of problems. Too. Yeah, that's what, exactly my point. So they got a first bill passed and now there's the, the Republicans for right or wrong are saying, look, we learned from this. There was a lot of mistakes here. Let's address those mistakes. And the Democrats just say, no, we're just we give them as much as we could possibly give them. But, but that, that's not the Republic, Republican opinion. I would agree with that. Opinion. That's what McConnell's proposal that, that, was that's about. What, that's what McConnell's proposal is. The majority of the Republican Party says they're not spending another penny. That's, I know. I know. That's, and that's why the Democrats are even factored into this. Because if not, if it was set up the way the well, well, House and the Senate is right now. Put that aside. To, put that aside. That's, that's a scapegoat to, to what's at what we're actually talking about. If the Republicans' bill that they proposed is reasonable right and they've already they've already said all right we'll give up on this stuff we'll give up on that stuff right because to your point they said these assholes aren't going to fucking vote they don't want to give a penny we need some of you guys we this is the only way we're going to be successful is if it's bipartisan it's a bipartisan effort here is something we think is reasonable right democrats said fuck no they said okay like uh, we have to so we'll give a little bit we'll give a little bit when is it going to be enough well, I think that's what's frustrating me most is nobody's being transparent enough to say what the red lines are and what's actually holding up this negotiation. Like, it's all just kind of monopoly money at this point. Nobody's saying this is what they refuse well, to give us or the, this is what they the refuse well, to cave on. I mean, I, I think they're being it's public, clear. It's public knowledge. You can yeah. read it. What, what's holding things up right now? Like, we know the price tag, but what, 
Other than the uh, price tag. Let's see. The Democrat, the Democrats snuck in a billion here for vote-in mailing. Uh, a billion here for Planned Parenthood. A billion here. You can read through. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But you can go through the different uh, political issues that have nothing to do with the coronavirus that Nancy Pelosi's sneaking into the bill each time. And it's well, costing us a ton of money. Well, the Republicans do the same shit with their new FBI building and all that stuff, too. That's, uh, that's correct, how correct. politics no, works. No, I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's the Democrats alone. I'm just saying that's what's holding up the bill. You asked what was holding it up, right? That, that's what's going on. Is each side I, I, is coming up with things they want to sneak into it. I, I think it's more over the real issues, honestly, and truly. is like I don't think the Republicans want to concede on 600 because that's such a large chunk of the, the funds, obviously. They don't want to concede on that 600 <laughs> you know, no matter what, right? And they don't want to give as much help to the states as the de Democrats do because the Republicans are like, well, dude, this is going to completely bail out these... Uh, you took the words out of my mouth, Ty. These <laughs> states that have, you know what I mean, totally mismanaged their budget year exactly. after year after year. And now this is going to totally reset the ball game. And how is that fair for the federal government to be doing that? And which... Which states are typically the ones that need to be bailed out? I mean, think I don't know, Ben Shapiro. You tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the look at look at look at the map. Name a red state on the map that needs a bailout right now. It's all like it's New York, it's uh, California. Well, couldn't you argue that that uh, has Illinois. something to do, maybe with like the sheer amount of people? Is there any is there any credence to that? I don't know. Is Texas on that list? Is Florida on that list? No. I'm, just, I'm sure you they're know? not doing it, great it, I think, right I now. Think it has to do I think it has to do with some, uh, you know, policy line for sure, yeah. like how their money is spent in these states. Yeah, that's um, totally fair. You know, and, so, of and so to your point, Jared, you just said, well, they're probably not doing good right now. And yeah, they're probably not. No one is. And th that's why the Republicans aren't saying we're not going to give any money to the states. We're going to give them some relief. Well, I think that, that's what I want to like, be able to clarify. Because I think if you were to ask what I would propose, it would probably be closer to what the Republicans would propose than what the Democrats would propose. Right. Like, then I'm you not, should I'm not be on the side I... that everyone else is on saying, guys, come down a little bit. You're yeah. not willing to capitulate well, on anything. Well, you could say that, but at the same time, they just came down a third. And I still think $2 trillion may be too much, but like, it's just literally like a stare-off right now with no end in sight. And if right. any, but if you any just said it, it's if we're going to try to place blame, which is what we're trying to get down to the bottom of here on this fucking groundbreaking podcast, is you know, if we can try to assign more blame to someone, you know, just by looking at what I've looked at, the, the Republican bill seems like a more reasonable thing, right? And, and while I can criticize that party for being buffoons, you know what I mean, and, and saying that we don't need to give anything to anyone, like they are just so blind in ideology that it's just as bad to me as all the stuff on the left. They just refuse to, you know what I mean, understand that this is a unique situation. And so they want to take a hard line because of ideology. And that drives me insane. But to me, in this situation, you want to talk about standoff, it feels like the Democrats are giving a tougher time here because well, they, 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 they are, know they have, they the have all the leverage. Yeah. yeah. They but, definitely but I think dug their toes in the sand with this. But, but one. I will, where I will say, I think the Republicans fucked up most is they didn't even begin conversations about passing a second round of stimulus till what three weeks ago. It was no, very delayed. The, the, whole, the whole timing was coming. Yeah, the whole timing was so mismanaged, and I, I totally agree with that, Jared. Like they, they, they could well, have, they easily could have started talking about this a while ago. Have it in your back pocket. You didn't talk about exactly. it publicly, right? Exactly. 
their major focus Rob. has just been from a standpoint of opening up the economy as opposed to any and we've seen in some of these cases now this isn't everybody by all means but that six hundred dollars has made the difference between actually someone making more money to be home than to actually physically be working and some companies especially small businesses then can they have trouble hiring or even bringing somebody in to work a job because well why would you i mean me would we do any of us work if we had a better opportunity especially no, they, with they, coronavirus they, they, they don't want to they don't want to incentivize just staying home and collecting more money than they'd be getting at their regular job and i i think that is a that that's definitely something that probably maybe held up the process of getting this stuff together bef- like well before the deadline of unemployment what i'll what i'll say is i think to an extent the democrats have a point in saying and this is the only way you can try to rationalize it to me is they're saying unfortunately due to the circumstances it is going to be incredibly difficult to do anything like that where you bracket out you know what i mean, I mean who they, gets they what can't. on a weekly basis it's the systems don't even it's like them. they're like it's absolutely near impossible so that's a terrible excuse but it's it's at least something that kind of makes sense in my head yeah. And, and obviously, I think everybody agrees. Nobody wants to see people making more to sit on the couch than they do in the office. But we also need to remember that that $600 in the stimulus checks is the only reason we did, literally didn't go into a depression for the last three months. And yeah. I, I, think, I, I think we said, Jared, too, that like, I don't think there's, in the end, a lot more money needs to be spent, and there's no getting around that. So, yeah. So, whether it's the 400 or the 600 trillions are going to have to be spent no matter what and it's i don't know i'm not saying it's it's it is, well it is the best way but it's also not great in the long run either which which is scary so, so let, let's go around the room question for everybody at this point would you rather have a deal passed through congress that maybe you don't love everything about it or see what happens to these executive orders and wait it out and not try and pass something through congress let's start with rob I mean, I, I kind of think that question is um, could be unfair because it's it's based on your personal scope, right? So, like, I mean, you think from the American people's standpoint, I yeah. would think that the, from the American people's standpoint, I'd rather have a deal through Congress. Um, you know, I'd rather have something that was bipartisan that we could both agree on that would could really help the country. Do I think what Trump would do? Am I? I'd give Trump like a, a B on this one here because I I think he's trying. I don't think it's going to do what it needs to do, but I think this is what he needed to do. And it was political suicide for him to do nothing else. So. So, that's why so, I have so that. yeah. So maybe if I were to reword it for, for somebody who clearly I think is leaning more towards the Trump side here, would you rather say, okay, see the Republicans come up to $2 trillion, something that you don't think should happen or stick with the executive actions? I'm not one of those. Um, I'm not one of those debt debt guys that's like really really overly concerned in this moment about the debt ceiling and how we're going to pay it back generations from now and all that so i would have rather seen it go up to the two trillion okay yeah i would say the same thing i mean of of course because i as much as i just said i think this was like you know in a, in a sense good theater and i think trump you know is at least the action is trying to be positive and trying to say hey congress is failing you right now we, this shit is expiring. I'm going to pass this. And I, I personally look at it as like a, a kind of like a, a fill, a fill gap, stop gap, um, just to fill the time in between when Congress gets their shit together and passes something. 
because I, I believe I believe I'm just talking on my ass here that that would end up overriding executive action. I would assume policies, so. Too. I don't know. Yeah. So that's why I mean, I, I'd rather. Have, he, wouldn't he have to resend the executive action though? I think he still could. I mean, he has well, at that, that point, power. he probably he, he would just rescind it. He right? probably yeah. would, yeah. right? Exactly. But I think he physically has to do that. I don't think it just like defaults and then goes away. Okay, so I, I was gonna I was gonna get Rob's opinion here on on Poland. Hold on, we gotta everything. let Adam give his opinion. I'm, oh, I'm sorry, like, sorry. Around the yeah, round yeah, table. We Adam. What's no, it's all good. I, I was I, I would <laughs> I would rather have the 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 two trillion. I would rather have that deal go through. But I guess my only what, oh my last shocker, thing we all fucking agree on this show. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, like and again, like I think Rob said, if you're asking this from like the the perspective of the American people, they we they need something. They need something to inject a little life. In, in, into just keeping them afloat for just even even if it's only a few months or, or however long it's going to end up being until that money dries up again until they, we have to do this all over again possibly but they need something and I, and I, I do I do think I, I didn't hear what that was don't worry about it all right um, I am a little worried though about with what and I, and I, I do think that the executive orders again they I, again, we, we don't know how legitimate they are and if they're even constitutional to do so. Obviously, we're going to be hearing a lot more about that. I'm just afraid that that's going to take attention away from getting an actual deal yeah. done. And that, that, that's what worries me a little bit. I wouldn't say a little bit. That, that's what worries me a lot because I feel like a lot of what certain people in Congress have been trying to do is taking any opportunity and sometimes they're justified in doing this, but to put Trump on the spot and again, definitely justified at times because he's done some interesting things throughout his presidency, but I'm afraid that their, their, their willingness or or their, their urge to just embarrass him and show that you don't have as much power as you think you do. I feel like that's going to delay things even more so. And again, even if something were to pass tomorrow, as we, we've talked about in the podcast before, it's going to take about a month for the American people that, that need it to see any extra cash yeah. coming their way. So every day we, we just delay this whole thing. It's, it's, we're still a month out from whatever that possible date is. So that, that part scares the shit out of me. So as the game master, and I'll wrap up this topic, I agree. I think we all agree on that topic. Everybody leans more towards the Republican bill as being the right solution, but every single one of us would give in to get something done. And I think if you were to ask most Americans, they would probably agree with that too. I think that's all we need to know about Congress. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not actually caring what their constituents think. They don't get yep. two shits. Yep. Um, so I am Rob, do you have uh, a few minutes here? Or what, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Go for it. So I, I was going to get, uh, Rob's opinion on the polls. I think they're they're changing, right? They're kind of swinging uh, towards Trump or back towards sleepy Trump. Joe, sleepy Joe, sleeping. After, a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> after a, a rough summer, but I am going to play. It's a long clip, so and and I I couldn't download it, so I'm just going to let it rip, and then we can kind of react to it. And just someone tell me when to pause it, and we can react because this is um this is the link that you had sent me, Adam, and this is uh, CNN. Um, you know, rea- Aaron Burnett reacting to uh, what Trump said on a recent interview. Mm-hmm. Tonight, a grim new projection, 300,000 American deaths by December. That is according to the influential new model used often by the White House. 
They do say, though, that if everyone wore masks, the same model would project 70,000 of those lives could be saved. It comes as the United States death toll tonight is just shy of 160,000, so it could double by the end of the year. But masks could save 70,000 of those. It's pretty incredible. The number of cases tonight nearing 5 million. And yet today, when confronted with the grim situation facing this country, with these terrible projections, the president pointed the finger of blame at the nation's governors. Looking back on this awful plague that's now killed almost 160,000 Americans, there were some missteps. Don't you wish you had done some things differently? I think that, first of all, the governors run their states. You understand that. That's the way it's set up. I mean, that's the way it's supposed to be. But no, I think we've done an unbelievable job. No mistakes. I'm going to stop it there. So I'm going to start with Jared. Um, what, what, would, what is your reaction to that sound? And do you agree with, with Trump when he says that? So the reaction is I'm not surprised by his comments and I'm not surprised by CNN trying to make it a hit piece. Um, but I think he couldn't be more wrong to say for anybody to say that this was handled perfectly. And sure there was good decisions he made, like stopping people coming from China, other countries. And there was a lot of bad decisions he made and to put all of the blame on the governors is just like the opposite of leadership. Rob, your thoughts? This has been the thing that has plagued Trump for his whole entire administration is his lack of ability to show any form of empathy. So what he's saying, if you were to speak for him, is that the governors in many cases have been in these states for far longer than he's been in office. Some of them are two term, well, they're in their second term. He, you know, like uh, they're, they're going for eight years and he wasn't in office prior to four years ago, and they should have been responsible for getting their ventilators and for having PPE and for preparing on an individual basis for their state to have funding to take care of a pandemic if it so occurred, just as it was the responsibility of previous administrations to do the same thing at a federal level. Instead of saying that in a coherent statement, he just says it's all their fault. He doesn't tell us why or how. He doesn't break it down in a way that we can digest it and understand what he's trying to say. And then to say it's he did it perfect. It's just insane. Obviously, we all agree on that. There's no dispute there. So this is what's plagued him. Is This is why if he loses, it will be because of stuff like this, not policy. I think the bulk of America agrees with a lot of his policy. They don't like him. And he is a narcissist and he can't fix it. Jared. Did you guys see the um, Bill Gates clip or Bill Gates interview? Pretty much him chastising our national testing plan and current system. No, I didn't see that. So, like, I don't know a whole lot about Bill Gates. I caught, a, cl beliefs. I caught a clip of it. Yeah, but he, but he pretty much just said, like, even our current testing, as much as we brag we're doing more tests than anybody in the world, half of it's useless because we only test through two companies. They're completely overloaded, and they're giving taking weeks to give people test results back. So at that point, they're just continuing to spread it because they don't know if they're testing positive or not. It's like just like even that little anecdotal evidence, it's like – we did not have a good strategy and we still do not have a strategy. We still don't even acknowledge it. This is a real problem. We're saying it's going away and the economy's great. It's not going away. The economy's not great. We don't have a solution in sight. And I don't think there's an easy button to it, but like 
we have zero national strategy or leadership on this topic. But, but the, question, the question becomes, is that truly Trump's fault? What part of it is Trump's fault? That's what we have to like ask ourselves. Like, as, a, as a leader, you're the person held accountable for everything good and everything bad. The buck stops at you. Correct. So, it, so it's all your and you fault. you should own it. Yep, you have to own it. Because if something's not right, it's Correct. your job to help fix it. And I, I guess, I, I, yeah, and I would say on that too. I definitely agree. I, I think trying to get something in here. Well, I thought we were going. I thought we were going in order. Yeah, no, I, so, I threw the loop. It's all good. It's all good. I think my talk time over the last handful of episodes is is out of control. So yeah, you got okay. four minutes left. I need a break. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Right. So I I do think I agree. I agree with what Jared's saying in terms of like Trump has had opportunities to step up and be a leader and he hasn't i also think that the way our government is structured i think the state go I, I think the governors obviously they're not absolved from all of this i mean a lot of these state governors have not handled this as well as they should have i mean a lot of them didn't lock down their states as quickly as others or they just reopened everything way too quickly and then had to like backtrack so i i think there's blame to go around but I totally agree when, when it comes down, when you are the arguably the most powerful person in the world, in the universe, and you, and you are saying that we've done, not only is it not my fault, but we've done everything perfectly. I think it's, you, you'd be hard pressed to find someone that agrees with what he's saying. But I do think there are lots of states that have dropped the ball tremendously in this situation. And I think I, I, I've said it before, a, a governor will, will, in most cases, a governor will have more of an impact on our individual lives than any president can ever have in most cases. So I think the state governors, or sorry, I just think that the states and the governors in general just haven't. How done do you a think your governor either. did? I, I think you have to base it off of numbers. Rhode Island's been pretty solid. I mean, I, I'm, I think we've kind of gone down a little bit and then we've, or, or I wouldn't say go, gone up in cases a little bit in the re like recently. And I think we've sort of leveled out. I think overall, Gina's done a solid job. I really do. I mean, it, it's hard for me to say that she's done a shitty job. I know there's, there's a lot of people that are very black and white with, with Gina in general and that either they love her or they hate her, but I don't love her. But I think that overall, I think Rhode Island's been in a pretty good state when, you know, it, when it comes to what a wishy -washy cases take. and all. I mean, considering we're dead last in the country in business, I mean, we didn't really stand to lose anything by the draconian <laughs> shutdown. So. Well, I which again, I think, I think that, that also that also brings up the fact that it's, you're comparing Rhode Island to, to to these other states. I know it's not exactly fair to do that, but I think in general, as far as the and again, I'm not I'm not defending her ter her tenure as governor. And I'm just saying her her response to what's happened. I think it's been pretty solid not perfect it's been pretty solid the I individual mean, states i mean you look at the name we are the united states so it's the uh, 50 individual <laughs> states well, <laughs> yeah you can but what i was gonna say is i think we could write books about lack of leadership and mismanagement at the local level like if you were to look at rhode island's finances if rhode island was a business it'd be out of business it's literally held together with fake money and budgets that don't add up. And I'm sure a lot of other states are like that. So yeah, no, no doubt I, there's a lot of room for improvement in, in local leadership as well. 
For sure. And, and I guess that was my main point there. I think that he is right in saying that, yes, yeah, some, some governors have really not responded how they should have. But in the end, you know, in this, in, in this government that we have, it, it comes down to Trump. It comes down to the president. And in the end, it, it falls or in his lap. Or does it come down and to the 50 states? Because don't forget. There are 50 individual but states. Ask, yes. Ask yourself a question, though. And it, this, is, this could be rhetorical for some of you. If it was Obama still in office, would he have suffered the political and, uh, you know, media backlash that Trump has suffered from this? And I, would I know say, Trump says things that are just utterly ridiculous. Don't, no one here is going to dispute that. The guy is like, I don't even know. Like, he says the dumbest things. Like, but in general, when you're thinking about just, just mano y mano, man to man, it is insane how much of this has been. You would think, if you watch the nightly news, that Trump himself created the virus and personally handed it to everybody who died. <laughs> I mean, Rob, I, I, I will answer your question. I, I, I would say no, Obama would not be getting it. But I, like I kind of like you already alluded to, Trump hasn't really helped himself in that matter, too, because yeah. of just how ridiculous things he says. But I, I agree. It's a lot of the way that the media is just manipulating a lot of this stuff. And some of it doesn't have to be Bullshit. manipulated, and it's straight facts. I think some <laughs> of I think the media definitely heightens things up. I mean, Jared, how, how can you not agree that the, the media has, a, has played a part? It does. The media has a narrative. Yeah. But, but I think to Rob's point, uh, no, Obama would not be treated like this. But you cannot discount handling trauma and challenges and literally the country in trauma. That'd be like the best word I would use to describe it. You handle that with more than just policy, like leadership or leadership positions for a reason. You say the right things, you put the right actions in place. I think a lot of people would say from a policy perspective, Obama's reaction to 08 is probably less popular than the stimulus packages passed for this. Like 08's bailout was 100% bailout for the banks and American people got nothing. This was a big bailout for corporations, but also there was some for American people. But I think that shows it's not just about the policy. It's about how you handle the situation and lead your people. Yeah, I don't have any argument I there. I think Obama was obviously a yeah. anti-Semitic person that you've ever seen I think in your entire life. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, gee. Yeah, all right. I mean, I, I definitely see all, all the points there for sure. I, I think might let yeah, me say let's just say that to close. We all agree. <laughs> we all agree on. Everything. I see all the points. I see all of them. But my closing remarks on this would be like comments okay, like AOC. that inter that interview, <laughs> comments like that interview, and still not acknowledging that we have no solution or end in sight is probably the reason I won't vote for Donald. What does Trump. he have to do to get your vote? Let me ask that. Ooh. Or what I, could I, I, happen? Now, that, now, now we're getting to the good question. Ooh, baby. Uh, 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 and don't fucking pitter-patter around this. Answer the question. Answer the question. If, <laughs> if, 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 he, if he were to completely change his tone, which he did for like... The campaign. I know, right? Which he did for like two days where he started acknowledging we're facing a real crisis. This is going to take a while to get out of, and we need to rally together to get out of this. If he showed that mindset and actually took this seriously and tried to get us out of this situation and show leadership throughout the rest of the process, I would probably vote for him over Biden. It, it, it's not about the policy he's going to pass. It's not about the stimulus bill that's passed or not. 
but it's the fact that I don't think he has any interest in anything other than his own ego at all. And I think and that matters a lot now when the millions of lives are at stake, but more importantly to me, as much as an asshole comment to say, the state of our economy is at stake. So you think Joe Biden's going to handle the information is brain for your food? Social media is McDonald's. So, Rob, I, I, I'm, I'm. Hey, wait. So, wait. No, wait. We have Jared on the record here. Biden's going to handle the economy better than Trump. Go. <laughs> so, my what I said, and I'll clarify for you, is I think right now to get us out of the current economic situation, I would 100% trust Biden and his team around him to get us out of the oh, current man. economic God. spiral over Trump. Oh boy! <laughs> Rob's in physical pain. Oh, have, man. You, have you have you have you looked at the what 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 part of the stock market are you looking at these days? Well, what what is I want to know, Rob, is 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 twenty eight thousand? Is it your four hundred one? Jared, you can then, talk over him. I mean, so, so Rob, I want you to go <laughs> talk to our our ten percent unemployed people, um, and tell them our economy is doing great. They're and unemployed I want you to talk- because of a. Vo- a virus and draconian laws in blue states that have pulled them out of work. And they will continue That's to be unemployed until we have a solution. Our economy is not the Dow Jones Industrial. Have you, when we're, our have you our economy is driven 70-something percent by consumer spending. If consumers don't have money, have, there is no economy. Have you ever heard of Operation Warp Speed? No, it's what Trump. It's what Trump. It's what Trump signed into effect. That's oh, this is the vaccine. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yes, and yeah, that yeah. that is that is yeah. to agree. That's a great and, idea. I'm all for that, 100. percent But he still literally won't even acknowledge private, that we're facing a real problem that needs to be taken seriously. I, I, I we were in agreement on that. You lost me when you think that Biden's going to have a better economic solution than uh, Trump does. So, I, so you, I, you I think you think how. the Dow Jones Industrial or S and P five hundred right now is a barometer of our current economy, which was Absolute down thirty three percent in GDP last quarter. A third of the money our country makes was gone last quarter, and it's going to go down twenty three trillion dollars though. What? It is, it is not related to Trump though. That's the yes, thing. it is. If we don't have a solution to this, that's not ever going to change. What is the solution that Joe Biden would have to this? He would at least take it seriously. I think we would be – we'd have a better testing. We've opened the – Yeah, ahead, be sorry. specific, Jared. How would he take it seriously? Yeah, because I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like – yeah, I don't I'm, – I'm just – and I know you guys think I'm Rush Limbaugh on this podcast. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying – you're saying things like, okay, this the, – the, everything you're saying factually is 100% correct. Absolutely, no question. But you're doing the same mistake that the bulk of this media is doing, and in, in, in that they're pinning it on Trump as if as if Trump created this virus, walked around, gave it to everybody. Like, yeah, sure, people lost their jobs, people were unemployed, bad things have happened. There's there's a pandemic, and all these laws with masks, those are all on a local level. That's not Trump's job. A governor is supposed to tell you to wear a mask. It's not it's not Trump's position. So, so do you do you think that Trump's reaction to the coronavirus has had zero that's negative impact what, on the state what, of our country? Don't try to get that's out not, of it. No, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you what would Joe Biden do, Jared? That would that would have 
like, you know, specifically that would have an impact positively compared to how this is all played out here in the U.S.? If, if I were to think of three things literally just random, like off the top of my head, I think we would have a much better national tracing, tracking, and testing program like other countries have had. I think that we would have a much better chance of passing stimulus that is going to put money in the hands of the people, eviction moratoriums, et cetera. Like this could be much, much worse in a month if things aren't better or two months or three months. And if we don't address that. Um, and then I think even literally just having like the mask topic, national leadership, I understand they're not going to tell a state to wear a mask, but you call up every fucking governor and you say this don't impede on my freedoms. I don't want to wear a mask. It's hard to breathe. It's complete fucking bullshit. Wear a mask to save a fucking life. It's irrelevant. Like this whole it's stepping on my frames. You wear a fucking seatbelt. You do all these other things. Like it's the stupidest topic I've ever heard. I don't want to wear a mask because it impedes on my freedom. What's Trump supposed to do about that, though? I guess. How's, the, how's, how's Biden's How's Biden's trade deals with China going to help us out? Are they going to be good? Well, don't, hold on, hold on. Don't don't change the subject. Uh, how? How is Trump supposed to? If it fits right in, I mean, does it not? No, it doesn't. Fit no, in. I, I want to. No, 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 hold on, hold on. How does? What's Trump gonna do to change the people that think wearing a mask impedes on their American freedom? You, you, you don't think that by him in a very serious State of the Union, like a president would normally have when a country is in crisis, and say, "I understand this may not be ideal, and you may look at it as impeding on your liberty." But by doing this, you will literally reduce. What was the percentage? I did the math. You will reduce the deaths in our country by up to 23% the remainder of this year. You which, don't think that would have an impact on that, people. Which source was that from? Not because I'm disputing it. I'm just curious. Where did you read 23%? It was the math. It was about 70,000 out of 300,000. Right, right, right. Where did she get that from? I don't know. Yeah, right. That's the important thing, though. The CDC's dispute it. There's a dispute on the effectiveness of masks. And unless you're wearing an N95 or a surgical mask, you're wearing a cloth mask, you might as well not even wear a mask. I did read today, Adam, that gators actually create more germs and more droplets than not wearing a mask. I'm still going to wear it. You're part of the problem. (laughs) They were saying in a fleece mask, it actually makes the droplets larger. Like, and more of them. It's like... I think it's I, you're an separate, idiot to think that disputing. if wearing a wearing a mask is gonna you're gonna be worse off. No, At no, no, no. Some no, no. degree, it blocks transmittal of the virus, Probably. even if it's minute. Correct. Is that better than not wearing it? Like I know you're not really arguing against the the whole mask thing here. No, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm, I, I'm being inquisitive about where the data is coming from because the CDC itself. And Anthony Fauci himself told me and us that we should wear a mask. No, we shouldn't wear a mask. Then we should wear a mask. Then it was only if you're indoors do you need to wear a mask. Now it's let's just wear a mask, period. So I don't even think they're so sure about this. And I think before we, again, I'm not, Trump is, Trump says stupid stuff. He's not, he needs to be able to speak better. That's like, he's just, you know, he can't. But like, He's, if he's inquisitive about the effectiveness of a mask, that, that's a different debate to have. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there are plenty of healthcare professionals but, that debate whether wearing a mask 20, you know, every time you go somewhere is really that beneficial or not. That's all I'm saying. But, but I think the point I've made about all of these topics, Rob, and I'll go back to the original point I was making, is that the common thread 
between the masks, between testing policy, between helping um, the unemployed, between schools, having a real plan and just saying, go back to schools, you'll be fine. There's no plan or desire to have a plan or national leadership on any of those topics. Do I think Biden would have the perfect solution on those? Absolutely not. I didn't. I was very anti-Biden in the primary, and I probably wouldn't well, have Biden voted for Biden. Until, hey, let me finish my thought. And I, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> and I, I was very anti-Biden in the primary, and I probably uh, wouldn't have voted for Biden until this happened. But I think there's too much <laughs> at stake now to have somebody with no leadership and no plan. All I was going to say is, uh, just as a fun note, uh, you know, Biden has uh, some sort of mental cognitive issue, whether it's Alzheimer's disease or dementia. So he won't be making any policy decisions. But that's a, that's a side issue. Yeah, he's in rough shape. He's in rough shape. All right. That was awesome. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as tall as white kids. Wealthy kids. Black Ladies and gentlemen, the best plan coming out. Joe Biden, bring him out. You know the thing. The thing. God damn it. Good God. Thank God we have Joe. Let's get Trump. Let's have the election tomorrow so we can get Trump out. I'd be down. I don't don't even know if Biden (laughs) will win. You're going to get an argument out of Jared on that one. All I think right, well, I, I think I would do a better job as president of the United States handling this crisis. Oh, hot take. I would not do Kanye, Kanye right no, there. No. I, I would trust Kanye as much as a hobo sitting outside the 7-Eleven near my apartment. The question is, would you trust Kanye or Trump? Who would you trust more? Trump. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't trust Kanye. There's a, Ka- there's a hesitation there, though, but... <laughs> That was the Skype delay. There was no hesitation on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a that was a hell of a segment, hell of a call, uh, Hall of Fame call so far on the on the program. So absolutely, congrats, good chat, Rob. Rob. Love you. Well uh, done, Rob. Hey, hey, good to, good to talk to you guys. I All right, we'll have you on y'all. again soon. All right. Take it easy, guys. Right. See you. Bye. Wow, I got a little fired up. <laughs> I speak first. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you uh, you made sure that you got your point across. So without him talking over you, there you go. Yeah, that was I think my points were 100% right too. <laughs> In your opinion, we, we just we just gotta have Rob on more often, and Jared can take the left side, and he, Rob can obviously take the right side, and just throw topics out and just let him go. Just let well, him. The problem is, is, fucking, he watches a lot of news, so sometimes he even does. If, uh, it's tough to contest things. So you're like. Oh shit! I didn't fucking hear about that. I didn't read about yeah. that. Um, I thought that was good. Yeah, that was great, great. job. I I kind of set up the duel there, and I, was, I I know Adam wanted to chime in, but I was like, I'm just gonna we're gonna take a step back here and just watch this. I mean, I <laughs> watch I, this unfold. I was able to say the parts I wanted to say. I was happy yeah. to listen. I was very happy. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll be honest. I follow the news. I I I'm not like a Rob where I just he. I mean, I I don't. I'm just guessing i don't know i'm sure he has fox news on quite a bit i i assume i just can't sit there and watch that shit oh, yeah. i'll i'll read articles i'll read blurbs and sh- shit like that and when when i had twitter i would read remarks and things like that but i just can't sit in front of a tv and just watch politics after politics after politics it just it just doesn't do it for me Rob and I were on the same page till I mentioned I'd vote for Sleepy Joe over uh, Trump, and that, <laughs> that set was, him off. It was it was somewhere in the that middle until the very end when 
I think you were giving your closing statement, quote unquote, which just no one up. of <laughs> fucking three Jared closing statements. But it was, it was one. It was his like last closing statement that set that off. But that was great. Was I think it was. Of, I'm glad that yeah. he, you know, went at you over there. That was fun. That's awesome. Um. So what? What else do we want to transition to here? Because I know that that ran longer than I would have. Do Robin Williams? I mean, not Robin Williams. Tom Hanks. Yeah. I oh think yeah. You want to do that topic. quick? Yeah. Prior, prior to most thoughts, I think that'd be a good one. Yeah. Most thoughts are kind of brief today. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So we got another, we got another movie, uh, debate here. Um, this one was Tom Hanks themed. Adam, do you have it in front of you? You want to, you want to set it up? I'm going to, yep. I'll pull it up right now. So it was pretty much the same thing that we had last time with the Ridley Scott films. Like there's three, three columns, A, Ridley B, and C. Scott. Oh, Ridley Scott. They... Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, dude, it was Chris oh. Nolan. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm mixing up my directors. Chris Nolan movies. You got to pick Big one guy. that you delete forever from each column. So I'll just go column by column and we'll, and we'll go for that. We'll talk about it, but it kind of wasn't fair. Yeah. I think there's probably like ones that none of us have seen. Yeah, there was a couple I hadn't seen. And I also think this is unfair, and I'm going to start with column A for this reason, obviously. But column A has Toy Story. Saving Private Ryan, Forrest Gump, and Apollo 13. And, I mean, I, I'll, I'll ask you guys. So, which, which of those movies would you delete forever? Sounds like you have a problem with the column. So, why don't you give us your thoughts first? So, my, my problem with the column, I mean, I'll, can I give you my answer and then my problem with it? You can do whatever you want. All right. <laughs> um, I would delete Toy Story. Wow. Okay. I would delete Toy Story, but wow. that wasn't an when, easy when decision. When was the last time you saw a Toy Story? Probably when Noah was, <laughs> you know, at the age of watching those movies and I watched them again. But that shit been a while. smacked when we were kids. It did. Dude, watch Smack. it again. It's still good. I watched it. No, it like it's a great ago. film. And, and that, that's the problem. And, and you guys can, you know, you can disagree or, or whatever. That's fine. But like <laughs> the, other, the other columns, at least to me, I feel like column A was far Hard away. The, yeah. The best column is like that's kind of unfair. You're throwing like four. Or they want to make it hard, movies. man. They don't want to give you layups. I know, but this is movies. I, yeah, I, just like, I know. I just out. want layups, man. So I, I would have. I love Saving Private Ryan, Forrest Gump, Epic. Apollo 13, all awesome movies. I don't so, remember the Apollo 13 plot at all. Well, that, that's that actually that that's an actual thing <laughs> that plot. happened. The plot was history. <laughs> I think I was getting it confused with Armageddon. It's definitely not Armageddon. Uh, you should go. You should rewatch. You should watch. Wasn't both of there those like films. a leak in their ship or something, and they had to land it? Yeah, essentially, they were trying to land on the moon. <laughs> uh, it was like a routine. Version. I'm giving you the brief version. <laughs> it was supposed to be a routine moon landing, and then something malfunctioned with the ship, and they had Houston? to like figure out a way to bring them back. Did they all die? Was... No, they made it back. Lame. Houston, right. we have a problem. Thank you. All right. Um. So that was me. Uh. Ty. Column A. Uh, I'm getting rid of Apollo, actually. Oh, wow. um, okay. Did yeah. You know? and, and I will. I will confess to not having watched that in a while. But um, yeah. No chance you can ever get rid of Forrest Gump. Forrest uh, Gump's one of the best movies of all time. Yeah, Absolutely. I agree. I agree. So that, Tom that's Hanks. Tom coaster. Hanks is just an awesome legend, actor. He really awesome. is. Absolutely. Doesn't make bad movies. He really doesn't. Other yeah. than that recent one on Apple TV, I heard was pretty bad. But the one that just came out. Yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it yet. I haven't seen that yet either. Well, I mean, he, he's, he's fucking 80, and he just had coronavirus, so. He sold out. Cut him yeah. some slack. Uh, All right, column B. Column B. All right, so it's uh, Philadelphia, Big, Castaway, 
and Catch Me If You Can. Loved Castaway and Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> so I'll start with you then. So you already said two of the movies. Which would you get rid of? Here's the between... thing. I haven't seen the other two. All right. That All right, didn't so help. Which one would you get rid of then out of those Philadelphia, because it's... <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. All right. I guess I should mark that time uh, down. Jared. Once an, ep- once an episode. Once keep, an episode. Keep the thing spicy. <laughs> yeah. That's spicy. Keep me on right. my toes. Jesus I, Christ. I would also yeah, hold get on, rid hold of on. Philadelphia. Wait, wait, wait. You haven't seen Philadelphia, Jared. I'm asking you, of the two you had watched, which one would oh. you get rid of? Um, probably Castaway. Catch Me If You Can is fucking Ooh, awesome. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Catch Me If You Can. Castaway is a little, like, it's good, great acting. Catch Me If You Can has got a good story to it, too. Catch Me If You I Can, mean, don't though, get me wrong. Like, isn't as much of a Hanks movie as the others. No. No. And, and I think that's kind of why, like, and I, I mean, I've seen all four of those movies. I would get rid of Philadelphia just because I like the plots of the other three better. But Ca- Catch Me If You Can is a movie that literally, if it's on TV, and I, I know this is not, a lot coming from me (laughs) (laughs) it's literally a movie that back when like cable was like a thing that we all had i would no matter when it was on no matter what point in the movie i would stop and watch it shocker (laughs) which again it it doesn't mean a lot no matter how many times yeah that means so little coming from you unfortunately which i exactly why i prefaced it it means a (laughs) very little coming from me but it is easily hands down one of my favorite movies but castaway i actually saw that recently first time in a while that was that was a powerful that was tugging at my heartstrings at the end not gonna lie that was super sad at the end if if you were to film literally your entire cast other than the beginning is one guy on an island with nothing else and to make that a captivating movie that's pretty impressive pretty it impressive. is it really is yeah like so would Ty, you watch it if it was two and a half hours of me on an island do you think i could make yeah, it captivating? I, I mean i, I would, would just because i know you and i know what i'm gonna get so yeah <laughs> gonna see me just jerking it in the sand <laughs> this no, bodily going fuel, crazy fuel dude adam would be the one i think just like sitting in the sand like looking at the water yeah, Jared you'd be, be happy all, you have that Jared would try to do then. everything all at once and then just die of exhaustion. So it sounds like you're saying I would survive longer. Oh, I you, think so, yeah. yeah. Me versus Adam? Yeah, Adam would like literally burn eight calories a day and it'd all be <laughs> shitting. So I was built to, to be on an island. Um, all right, Ty, which one would you uh, do? So I've never seen Philadelphia. Um, but all right, so out of the three, three I'd get rid of Castaway because I love Big. Big, big was a, a big classic. Good? Yeah, Big was um, one That's of those young movies. Tom. Yeah, one of those movies really that like good. early on, like when I was younger, my dad be like, "Dude, you have to watch Big." And I was like, "I don't." It's a it's a guy that like gets younger or something like, and and he didn't really explain it very well. But no, it's that, a, that, it, yeah, it's a kid. It is. Like it's a, it's a goofy concept, but it is a great movie. And that again, like Jared said, it's that's. I mean, just look at the picture. It's super young Tom Hanks. So that's like right at the beginning of everything. Column C. Um, column C. So a league of their own, that thing you do, sleepless, <laughs> sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> you like that? Sleepless in Seattle. Why don't you do green. that affection with your voice with the, the other titles? Sleepless in Seattle and there the Green go. Mile. <laughs> yeah, that's like good. a fucking you sound like a narrator. <laughs> yeah. Can you do that over and do all of them like that? Just column C. All right, column C. A league of their own. That thing you do, sleepless in Seattle and the Green Mile. Pretty good. That, I could see you being good. an audible reader. Yeah. Well, I have to be able He's to got read a good well. Voice. Yeah. 
Just chop right. the words together. One word. <laughs> All right. Um, I have I have not seen that thing you do. So Don't eliminate I, that because I know Jared that hasn't one. seen it either. Uh, yeah. Probably Sleepless in Seattle. Uh, I would oh, get rid actually, of that one. I haven't one. seen that either. Shit. Yeah. I, I haven't seen any of them in this row. I'm over. Not even the Green Mile, dude. <laughs> no. Wait, oh, what was that, the other one? The Green Mile. No, no, the third. <laughs> the third one. A League of Their Own or Sleepless a League of Their Seattle? Own? Oh yeah, 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 dude. A League of Their Own is fantastic. I There's no crying in baseball. That's, That's fantastic. an iconic dude. line. Rosie O'Donnell is actually hilarious in that. Yeah, She's awesome. They loved making baseball movies like that in the '90s, huh? Like all the major league movies. It was yeah, that one's good though. I like that one. Yeah, that's way better than Major League in my opinion. But so Jared, have you you haven't seen any of these? Ofer. Sorry. Jesus Christ. Useless on this one. Green Miles actually, I think believe that's a Stephen King book. Yeah. That that one's pretty boring. It's yeah, it's it's not it's not my it's not my favorite that that's on in that column, but I I like it. It's a cool ending. It's one of those, you know, creepy it's one of the very few, you know, Stephen King movies that actually was a good movie. Or a, a Stephen King book that was a good movie. Speaking of Stephen King books, I uh, put The Shining on the book of lists, the list of books I want to read. The books, See if it's actually oh, scary. Man. That would have been another one to add to the list. The books I, I, of I lists. did fuck it up. If you, yeah, I fucked it up. Books of <laughs> lists. <laughs> Just so many lists. You don't understand how life tough is. How life tough is, man. It, was, that, was that it? Yeah, yeah. Those are the three columns, yeah. Or, or is that the line? The, yeah, the I just wanted to make sure I had the line right. I still, I still think got... my best quote is the Dead Poet Society reference when we were camping. Oh I don't know God, if that, that even was... qualifies as a quote because you didn't even finish it. That's <laughs> the worst part. <laughs> I still have a list of your quotes. Maybe we can go through them. Um, oh, yeah, that will be content. Yeah. Those yeah. will that never will be see the light of podcasts. I still Why? Got... Well, I'm there's not... some that there's... were cutting from the list. I will not say certain ones. I know, ex- I know exactly the one you're thinking of. Yeah, and there's I some will... that will get me, um, yeah. for lack of a better term, canceled. Oh, really? Yeah. So now we'll you're worried about getting canceled? And I'll just bleep out the... That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I know which one you're referring to, or at least one All right, of them, I know, I, I know, I know. I will try not to give that one. Um, Adam, we want to set up our, uh, our last caller here? Before we get into um, most thoughts, is that what we're going to transition to here is most thoughts, right? Yeah, we, we might as well caller? go into most thoughts. Yeah, we got another caller. Ooh. Can I take a quick pee break or no? Yeah, go ahead. We'll bounce for right. a second. This is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Ja- we can just talk all the shit we want about Jared right now. That's he won't, true, he won't ever here. listen to this. Are pee breaks allowed in podcasts? I feel like I've never heard or like I've never listened to a podcast when someone just left and take yeah. a piss kirk does it they just edit out the it's just like you don't notice the difference it's gotcha. just like i'm gonna take a pee break and then the next thing you hear is like all right so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean uh oh so it looks like the the caller is calling in at least okay you know i, I don't i don't know how it works from your end so i don't see her up here yet Ooh, that was quick kid pee. kid's got a little bladder yeah quick one <laughs> all right who's calling well, we'll find out, but I guess before TBD. we get there, um, I guess before we start Mo Thoughts, I don't know if this is going to be part of Mo Thoughts. Were we going to talk about your uh, date? That was part of Mo's thoughts. Okay. So this is kind of a good introduction to that topic. Okay. And, you know, I think it's, uh, I think it's going to be helpful is? for, what's that? Our caller is a good introduction? No, no, no. The, the, well, the topic that's being addressed 
is going to be a good intro before we get into uh, how your date went and everything. Okay. So, Adam said that in a really confusing way. We are going to do a pre-Mo Thought Hinge a- profile review. Ooh, did somebody find me on Hinge? Ooh, baby. Someone found you. Oh, Ooh, shit. baby. Okay. So, if this call ever comes in. And well, that's what we're planning Who on do doing. Who do we know that single that has a hinge profile in Boston? Oh, shit. That's a good question. I don't know. We'll find out. Hopefully, Is Eric bisexual? <laughs> <laughs> that would mean you would have had no. to put the ear bisexual Yeah, it was there. a joke. I know Eric did not <laughs> match with me. Asshole. That would have been a very does, interesting does Eric, conversation. Does Eric listen me. to this? Um, does he even no, know well, you he, do this? He knows. Yeah, he knows that, we, that I do this. Who the hell found me on Hinge? I haven't seen anybody I know. I don't know I'm waiting <laughs> with bated breath to for that person to call in right now. Just talk, Jared. We know you can do that. Just vamp. So I won't include this in those <laughs> thoughts. But... He doesn't even skip a beat. <laughs> so I was grilling today, chat with my neighbor, my my old man buddy. Yeah. Um, and we're just shooting the shit, and he gave me like a bunch more tomatoes and uh, grape tomatoes, and so I tripped over my deck <laughs> and stepped directly on the bag of tomatoes he just gave me. oh no and like three of them just totally exploded right there. oh Jesus. my god in front of him you did this yeah yep and he 100 percent noticed he didn't say anything though he was like oh careful he was like oh yeah i lost one <laughs> What other vegetables do you have? That's pretty. That's pretty sick that you got the. Hook so he's up. given me um, two eggplants. He gave me like four tomatoes last week, and then he gave me two more tomatoes and a bunch of grape tomatoes today. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. Every time I'm outside, like hanging or grilling, he's like, "Hey, I got some veggies for you," and just hey, tell me all about his life today. He's from the Azores. He's, he grew up in the Azores and moved to Somerville 33 years ago. Yeah, I don't care. Um, What'd you do with the eggplant? Nothing fancy. I just. Cubed it up, tossed it with some like olive oil, salt, pepper, garlic, and cooked it on the grill. Sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty fucking good to me, yeah. Um, all right. Well, just while we're while waiting, why don't you get into Mo Thoughts and then we'll just cut you off when yeah. we have the caller on. All right. Um, so Mo first Mo's thought. I think I'd be a really good peasant, and I'll tell you why. So have you ever just When did you think about this? Today. Okay. Are you talking about like an actual like medieval peasant or yes. just okay. yes, exactly. Have you ever bought a loaf of fresh bread and just thought of all the bomb sandwiches you can make for a week? We know you have. <laughs> so yesterday I went and bought a loaf of um it was hot cherry pepper olive bread. So it was a loaf of sourdough bread studded with hot cherry peppers and olives. And I've eaten half of it since yesterday you guys even fucking paying attention i'm, li- yes. I'm listening let's um, get, get get to the point there's no point it's most thoughts i'm just sharing <laughs> thoughts <laughs> so um my thoughts are i really like fresh bread and it's really really underrated <laughs> i don't know if it's underrated man i mean fresh bread is unanimously looked upon as unbelievable every time you go to a restaurant you get fresh bread yeah everyone's like oh my fucking god I, I should buy it more often but i also shouldn't because then i'll just eat a fresh loaf of bread every week i was gonna say you're not on any sort of diet no i i try and eat healthy so that i'm on vacation so i bought the bread 
Is there like a vendor place or anything like that around you? An old Italian market? Medford is like super Italian. So there's tons of them. Awesome. Um, all right. So we've got the caller on here. So um, all right. We're going to do a little, little hinge dating review. Um, caller, can you hear us? I can. Ooh, all right. All right. So we just uh, we let Jared know what we're about to do here. So uh, without further ado, uh, why don't you give us your personal opinion, your uh, critique, if you will, of Jared's Hinge profile? Can I get um, a little context? As caller, have you stumbled across my Hinge profile? I wouldn't say stumble. Um, as searched for an hour and a half <laughs> and make a fake profile. <laughs> so <laughs> I did my research. Um, but yeah, so I was able to finally find you after, um, like I said, uh, I'm not proud of how long I spent on there. <laughs> but um, I would say overall, like a score rating, from one like to one ten. Just, 10. Yeah, yeah. I'll start there. And then we'll get into the details. I would say a seven. Okay. Seven. Solid. Yeah. So I think it's a good profile. I would say there's really only a few things that I would, you know, suggest. And okay. you mentioned one of them this weekend. <laughs> okay. Which I will start with um, you're not 5'11. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you have it as fear of five eleven on your dating profile. Yeah. Dude, 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 when I saw that, you're I was like, yourself I up mean, for failure. Yeah. Well, so I'm five nine, almost five ten. <laughs> and if I'm almost five ten, I might as well be five eleven, is my thought process. Yeah, that logic does not make any sense. Can Would I just you be say, disappointed, caller? All these I don't say I wouldn't be disappointed because I don't think girls care about height as much as guys think. Okay. And is it, it's like, not like I'm saying I'm six feet. Agreed. But at the same time, what was your first comment when you met up with your last date? Oh, she actually looked like her photo. She didn't lie. Yeah. I don't want to show up and be like, oh, like, let me wear these big ass heels because I know he's 5'11. And then be <laughs> oh. like, oh, wait, he's not 5'11. <laughs> wow. Do you think there's a big difference between 5'9 and 5'11? No, but I think. Like, it's I don't know if I can spot it with a naked eye. We're trained in it. You're no, I mean, I don't it. think it's a huge deal, but I think... Hey, I got to take inches where I can get them. If you're trying to preach, preach all this, um, you know, transparency and uh, dating apps, then you should probably follow it as well. Totally wow. valid feedback. Totally valid. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to change it. And at, least, at least for now. If anything, he's going to check it next time. It's going to be six feet. Yeah. Uh, then well, that, I will definitely disappoint some that? people. Yeah, Is you don't have an option. on other profiles? Yeah, you have like, to put um, height. Like for Bumble and that kind of stuff or no? Um, I, don't, I don't remember. It may not be mandatory on like some of the other ones. But Hinge is definitely okay. the most active out of like Bumble and Tinder. I kind of have given up on Bumble and Tinder. All right, well, okay. caller, caller, what would you say are the next two like biggest, you know, things that that you're that you're uh, you would say need to be improved or changed of, in some way? I would say there's only one slightly awkward photo, which is when you cropped like nine people out and it's just you chilling by the water. I think <laughs> so I look great in that photo. I mean, it is a good photo of you, but I feel like it's a little awkward. 
I, I, I saw, I, I saw this photo and Ty, just, just for your, like, I can pull, I'll pull it up. Yeah. If you pull it up, like pretty much we're all just a bunch of us just sitting on a railing with like the Newport bridge and like Newport Harbor behind us. And I think Jared, correct me if I'm wrong. You were at the very end of the row, right? Oh, I think I know what picture you're talking yeah. about. So, yeah. So like when you see the picture, at least, and I, I didn't see it at first when Emma mentioned it, but after I, I thought about it, I was like, you know, it's kind of like funny. Like it's just Jared all the way to one side. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just no one else in there. Why didn't it, you continue to crop it, Jared? I think it looks nice. With you all the way on one side of the frame? Yeah. Like you're almost, of, you're almost cut thirds. off. It's called the rule of thirds. You don't remember that from like photography class? I, I, did, I mean, did you take photography I don't, I, class? I, I, I did, yeah. I'm not oh, going to argue that I it's didn't. like uh, artistic, artistically appealing. It just your screens and the, yeah. Um, but... As far as like a, a picture you would expect to see in a dating profile, like you're supposed to show off you that I can't even, can't even see you. Well, it's, it, I don't think it's my default picture. I think it's my second pick. No, your default picture is fire. It is. It's at your wedding, right? Goddamn right. <laughs> well, I mean, so this was like the other option, just me. Yeah, I think I look looks, better in the other one. Yeah, your figure isn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, so what's what's the next one? We we're all in agreement on that one. Okay. Roasting me. Um, the other one might just be <laughs> like I'm reading it awkwardly, but it's the same. It's like a social cause I care about. Sundays are good food and football. Are Sundays are they like Sundays? I don't. Know, it just seems like an awkward phrase. Wait, what, <laughs> what, you, what you did I put? Ma- did you just what forget the days? joke you wanted to tell. It sounded like you were setting up a. It sounded like you were setting up a joke and then forgot it. Mid-sentence. No, I, I, I just think she was like trying to figure <laughs> out what way she, what way Jared meant it. Like I think it's Sundays are good food and football. I think that's what you said. And right? and what was he describing? A social cause I care about. <laughs> I might have had loser. a typo and forgot four. What a loser. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I was like, well, I feel like there should be like another word in there. I mean, well, and that's I think it's. Like let a, me edit that one now and add a four. Do you have to have that on your profile, a cause you care about? You need to about? answer questions, yeah. You need to answer questions. Like, and, but that specific one you have to, and it has to be like, or did you choose, I'm going to answer. like maybe 10 to pick from. You chose At first, a social yeah. cause I care about. The little point I'm trying to get across is like, I You're don't chill, care dude. about social causes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like if you're coming here looking for me to tell you I care about like, I'm sure all the African-American women that are on yeah. Hinge appreciate Clearly that. Clearly Jared has a type. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, um, so that's that, his that, way of saying white only. <laughs> that, <laughs> that point is duly noted, caller, and I have, uh, I have updated and fixed any, my Any typo. positive feedback that we can try to lift, lift Jared's spirits back up after we Are, are these hardcore about. critiques, though? I mean, I don't think he's – No, these are like, softballs. Yeah. Do you want no, hard, like more hardcore critiques? No, I would say I think there's only one other that I don't think is hardcore, but I do have a question on like, so I see that it, like attaches your Instagram. Are they able to go find you afterwards or is it just like post like pictures from them? No, so you can't drill into somebody's Instagram profile. It just like attaches your Instagram when you make your account. So like, I think it shows okay. your recent pictures on that. Mine are all super outdated. Well, that was the thing. Like, if it linked you to Instagram, I would worry that like your last photo was like two years ago. I'd be like, well, why is he not on social media? That's probably weird. He's probably no, that'd weird. Be a, that'd be a positive thing. This is what this podcast is about. 
caller. True. It depends. Hey, it depends. And I know you guys are doing your little cleanse right now, which is fine. But I think from a female perspective, like, I don't know, like, did you just fall off the face of the earth and like started like living in your grandma's basement and like spiral down something Jeez. elsewise? Like, you know what I mean? That's like, immediately what you your just, mind like, goes to. <laughs> you have to always be on your toes in the dating world. I'm not going to meet right. up with some rando. Write, on, write uh, that down, Jared. On the toes. On now, my toes. Caller, would you say by making these adjustments that you recommended to our friend here, would you say that that would bump his up from like a seven to like a... Like, yeah, honestly, how, would it really change the score? Would, would it, or, or would it just be like, or is you know, he just those are seven. nice... Or is yeah, that just I think seven is pretty in line with, <laughs> my, the, with what I was going for. Is that the like, no, I'm not looking for anything more. Just enough <laughs> right. with this. All right. Well, I, I think that was constructive. I think that was yeah, constructive. Yeah, I, I appreciate exactly. the feedback. Thank you for not roasting me and it not being too bad. Yes. Yeah, I would so, say overall, photos are great for the most part. Like, I think it's a good profile. Uh, I mean, compared to some of the others that I had to swipe through to get to you. Nice. You're what, pretty high he, on the scale at that so, point. Nice. A seven, I would think, would be one night stand worthy, right? If you're like swiping through Hinge, would that would that qualify? I would think so. Yeah. I don't know you if would I think so, or you would know so. I don't know if I would know so. Like, I think well, I would be like, oh, this. Like, I'd be like, oh, I'm interested in this person, and then you know, conversation. Like, if he's an absolute douche, like I'd probably yeah, but be I'm like, saying, okay, no, never mind. All you're looking for is a one night stand. You're scrolling through Hinge. And you thirsty hit on Jared's, a Thursday. Yeah, you hit Jared's profile just off of your feedback, your critiques, your rating of his profile. Would he be one night stand worthy? Sure, I would think so. Okay, that's good. That's all, all right. you want, Jared. Take that's it. All you you want. Take it. That's all you need. Mission right. accomplished. Great job, caller. Great job. That Thank you, exactly caller. What we needed. We're, you're only helping uh, the little guy on, on... the little guy. <laughs> all 5'9 nine of me. Five <laughs> eleven. All right. Well, we'll yeah, be sure to have you on when we need a, a female perspective. I know. I might be lowering that to five Sounds ten. Good. All right. Yeah. What's what's an inch? All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> See, ya. See ya. Thank you, caller. Wow, this program is lit. We're hitting all the topics today. Stimulus packages, hinge dating profiles, and everything in between. Well, how, so how did the I think you look phenomenal a... in, that, in the first picture. Yeah, I think I look phenomenal in most of my pictures. <laughs> so, Jared, you're asking how that started? or No, oh, it, no, it, no. It looks uh, fired. How, how did she find me all the way up in Boston? Just, you can well, change your location. So, yeah, I, I was kind of observing as, observing as she did this. She made a fake profile and she didn't mention it, but her fake profile was just pictures of turkeys. It was very weird. And I was like, oh, that's the first thing I noticed. It's just, this is kind of weird, but you were able to narrow down your area. So she did it like, so like it would be like in the Somerville Medford uh, okay. area. And eventually even after an hour and a half of swiping, she was still able to track you down. So nice. We weren't really sure how to navigate sure. hinge. Nice. I never had Great. hinge. So I, have, I, I, I didn't, I would say like comparing Bumble to Hinge, Hinge is way more detail. It's Bumble way was, more detail. Yeah. I mean, you know so, what? I hate fucking hate Bumble because you can't even message a girl. You have to wait for them to message you. That, that's what Tinder's for. 
Tinder is just trap hose. <laughs> it is. It's trap hose. Trap hose. Yeah, <laughs> it really is, dude. It's fucking oh. Karen from HR, that lady I showed you a picture of a couple of weeks ago. Oh god. Yeah, you're you're actually I, I I would rank them like Tinder being like last, obviously. Yeah. Bumble. And then just based on like just from first from the first look, Hinge just looks like a much more, you know transparent way of getting getting yourself out there so it's very i'd say the quality of conversation in hinge is like no dating app i've ever been on not in terms of like people are nice or like easy to talk to but almost everybody you match with like when you send them a message they want to have a conversation and reply which is encouraging yeah because bumbles usually you match with four people none of them message you and you just it was a waste of time yeah so Um, do you do you do you still think your conspiracy theory is true oh dude the last three weeks have changed <laughs> my life. There's nothing he's more passionate about, if you couldn't tell by that reaction. I am as confident as that that happened as the sky is blue. Like, there's, there's no other explanation. The sky here. is not actually blue. The sky blue, is actually though, is not blue, Jared. <laughs> just so you, so, wait, what? Um, yes, Jared, yes, 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 yes. Do you, wait, are you being serious? That the sky isn't blue? <laughs> do, you think, do you think the sky is actually blue? Or do you think it's maybe a reflection of, of something else? I don't know. Right. Isn't the saying always been like the sky is blue? Well, yeah. Is that, but, is that, right. Was that a saying? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> the, the people would just come out and say to you, the, the sky, sky is, is blue. blue. <laughs> like if, if you were to describe a certainty, you'd say, I'd say the sky is blue. They'd say the sky is red. I think I've heard a similar, like, like I'm as sure as the day is long or something like that. Or I'm as sure as the day is long on a staycation, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that, that actually makes sense. Yep. All right. Where where we leave off on most most thoughts? Well, All right. Are, are you going to get into the? Because uh, it's bullshit that I don't know what happened on the date, but they do. Oh, because well, I saw well, them I, this weekend. I think that was that was part of most thoughts, was it not? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, go, yeah. I'll go. I'll go into the details. Okay. Um. So when he I had date, to pull out his notepad for this. <laughs> literally, there's nothing even about the date <laughs> on my notepad. Ty, Ty, so quick, quick sidebar because you said bullshit. You should get. You should record your dad saying bullshit and just have that as a soundbite i know good idea no yeah so uh went on the date with this girl Alyssa um on wait wednesday Uh, i'm waiting yes i i I was i didn't know if someone was gonna say like make a Alyssa beset joke but no (laughs) i i I thought the same thing spell spell different a comedy Um, wizard adam is (laughs) <laughs> yeah that was not a good delivery not, not one of my better uh not one of my better attempts for sure but continue um no so went out on wednesday we met up for a couple of drinks and a couple apps um had been having a conversation with the girl probably like a week and a half previous um and it went oh. really well she, oh. she was super nice like very talkative i thought like even better looking than her profile pictures um so what was now, she one one to ten Looks for, wise, yeah, just so I can have some perspective. I would say between seven point five and seven point six. They're probably like a seven point five. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be a seven point five okay. to yeah. All right. I mean, like if she looked good, like I was attracted to her. Like there was definitely okay. an attraction. Did the bean? Um, what did the bean move a little bit? All right, Adam, stop sidetracking him. Oh yeah, he's never gonna get through this. So, um, hung out for like probably two, two and a half hours at the restaurant. Um, uh, went for like a walk afterwards. 
um, ended on a good note. We were both like, oh, yeah, like really enjoyed hanging out. Would love to hang out again. Been talking since, hanging out again tomorrow, which is good. Excellent. Um, but overall, like very positive first Hinge date experience. I think one of my big takeaways, uh, which like obviously sounds obvious. I said obviously sounds obvious. That's terrible use of words, but sounds obvious. But like you literally have no idea what somebody's personality is going to be like from texting them zero idea. Like I, I didn't know what to expect. And like, I was very pleasantly surprised by the girl's personality. I like, maybe just went a little expectations, like held an easy conversation, very down to earth, etc. And like, just from texting, like, I was like, Oh, I'm going to be driving this conversation all night. Like thinking to be like, she'd be boring. And it wasn't yeah. that case at all. Um, so it, so it was just like very interesting. I think like takeaway for me is like, I'm definitely going to continue to date other people and like go down this path, see how that goes, but date other people as well. I'm going to, try and just meet up with people earlier as opposed to like trying to juggle 15 conversations at once for two weeks yeah. and then meet up just yeah. like, Hey, we have a few things in common, easy conversation for, you know, three, four days. Like, Hey, want to meet up for a walk, a coffee, a drink or whatever. A walk. Um, what the fuck else do you do on in COVID? I don't you can know, have man. a drink in COVID. I can't yeah, imagine I mean, somebody asking me to go for a walk. <laughs> All right. Hang out at a park, a picnic. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's actually way um, better. So, I mean, dude, taking everybody out for drinks or dinner is going to get fucking expensive. <laughs> you can afford it. I'm cheap, man. You know, half a mil mo. I'm very cheap. So, I'm not trying to. I, and, and I've set up rules in my head. There's no dinner on first date. No way. Absolutely not. So, what do um, you. Oh, you just want to grab drinks. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's to, that that's totally fair. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're also locked in for a much longer experience with the exactly. dinner. And that'd, and that'd be but, tough to do initially. Like without having met him before. Don't you yeah. think you could run into a situation? Like, even if you say like, Hey, want to go grab a few drinks that like, she could be expecting food. And then like, well, that's kind of what happened this time. I was like, want to go grab a drink. Um, and she clarified like, were you thinking dinner or a drink? I was like, I was just thinking drinks, but like, um, <laughs> listen, I, bitch, don't yeah. you go there. But, but I, I think I even said like the place like may have us order apps cause of COVID cause like bars aren't open. Yeah. Like, or may make us our food. So I'm definitely down to share some apps. And I went in with the mindset. But of, I'm going to make you pay half. Just no, FYI. I, didn't her, I didn't make her pay. But I went in with the mindset. Like, strict all right, rules, baby. All right. We 45 just minutes. A couple things out. I was like just 45 minutes, maybe an hour. There, right? And then I'll get out of here. Like not knowing what to expect. Um, but we stayed like each had a second drink, got some food, hung out for a little bit. Um, so it's good, but it also makes me excited to meet other people as much as like continuing to yeah. get to know this girl. Um, can't fucking have one taste of food and decide of that food the rest of your life. Yeah, you know but I mean? at the same time, if you guys are continue to have a good time, yeah, yeah, that's your vibe. And you total thought process. definitely see it through for sure. Yeah, Dude, you'd, I'm, you'd I'm, be the legolas of dating. The first but, one you meet up with, just bullseye. You marry her. <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> it's happened before. It's happened before. Yeah. Um. What else was I going to say? That's positive, though. That's great. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. So it was, it was very positive. Very happy to hear. Uh, the listeners will be happy to hear that. Very happy. All another one of my bullet points is uh, dating is fucking like hinge dating is exhausting, juggling conversations with people you know nothing about. So I've definitely like most people who I started talking to at first and conversation wasn't going anywhere. I've just stopped replying to them. And now I'm just like having conversations with, like four or five people. Uh, Probably which, a good strategy. Which, which I, yeah, I think that that's kind of the point of the app is that you can 
go as far as you want with the texting or that you just decide that it fizzles out and there's really nothing there, then, then you move on. Yeah. Like I'm not a good texter anyways. I hate texting all day. So like I'll look at my phone. I go to like sit on the couch and literally like 20 unread messages. And I got this fucking blows. What a baller. I was hey, say, I feel like a humble baller. brag. In Dude, all well, my, I was saying, all my Bumble days, I never once was juggling anywhere me either. Close That's to that. why I think Hinge is so awesome, dude. This and kid's exploding th- onto the scene, figuratively and literally. Well, no, I was, <laughs> but I was going to say, Jared, that 15 sounds like, like you said, it's, that sounds extremely exhausting. Like, I don't yeah. know if I'd want to juggle 15. Um, totally agree. But this is how I know that that conspiracy theory is true. Because again, as a reminder for our listeners. I could not even match with more than a three for the past. I've had hinge for like a year and a half. And you can't see us listeners. You should see how fucking good this kid looks. He is stallion. A stallion could not be a more perfect word to describe this. Ellen DeGeneres with brown hair. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is that, is that how you would? (laughs) That's how he describes. No, it was a joke. It was a joke. (laughs) That's on his hinge. Now all I'm going to do is just picture Ellen DeGeneres talking, talking to us. Um, What was the other point I was going to make? Probably wasn't great if you can't think of it. Yeah. Oh, but um, (laughs) no, it it, it wasn't that great. But just like one knowing that conspiracy theory has is true because I've had Hinge for well over a year. I didn't use it a lot, but like, how the fuck have I been missing out on this version of Hinge this entire time I've lived in Boston by myself? Like, this would have been very welcomed a a year and a half ago. (laughs) Sounds like some wasted years. A wasted time. And my other silver lining to this, not that it's a silver lining, but other kind of side feature. Finally get a chance to meet Asian chicks. There's a lot of Asian chicks on the app. I never bump into Asian chicks in my social circle. So that's a positive too. Sweet. Yep. <laughs> good, good last note as always. So, um, so that's <laughs> what's up thoughts, in Mo's Jared dating life. Asians. And um, I love Great all update. beautiful women. But especially not, not really. Not if you're judging saying. all these threes. They're women too. <laughs> well, Jared. they are not beautiful. <laughs> But I'll uh, for next week's episode, I'll, I'll have construct. an update on date number two. I'm going to be in Rhode Island for like the second half of the week in Newport. So I don't know if I'll get another date in this week, uh, but I'll try. And I'm um, going to let you know how things are progressed. And I'll make this a weekly part of Mo's thoughts. Single Mo. Well, I'll, I'll say a date this. a week. Holy shit. Yeah. If, if, I, I think I could easily do a date a week. If you're a day one yeah, listener and, and you stick with us, I mean, you're going to be on a hell of a ride. Hold so on. How, how many- experiment. How, how many people can say they get to listen to a podcast that literally you get to be a, a passenger in someone's dating life? You're living Start, starting with the conspiracy somebody. theory being identified and reinstalling Hinge to see where this may go. So calling Through out the ups Hinge and the for, downs. Dude, this could and, be a movie. It really could. Like You guys may see some serious heartbreak. I may cry on this yeah, podcast. That's what I'm saying. That's kind of yep. what I hope for. Yep. And I may turn into a <laughs> sex God, there's that option as well. <laughs> we might be having naked Anything women walk, walk across the screen in a couple weeks. I'm going to be Dan Bilzerian <laughs> meets Ellen DeGeneres next Monday. Oh, my fucking God. All right. Well, I, I hope I, all I, of those things happen. That'd be a f- fucking awesome. Today's Minus episode is by far Minus my favorite. the Ellen DeGeneres part. Yeah. How'd we do time-wise? Two, Two hours, hours on the dot. On the dot. Yeah. Was, this was by far the best episode. Well, um, that was a lot of fun. Agreed. Yeah. I'll save my thought for after we stop recording. It's not, it's not that it's bad. It's just like not relevant. Okay. All right. Well, Adam, mind uh, doing the honors? Oh, guys.